Yes, I've it, seen it. Is it, it good? Yeah, well, if you go in knowing it's a crap movie, it's it's pretty. Well, I mean, yeah, that's I mean that's a lot of movies. <laughs> it's like um, most movies these days. Well, I, I grew up watching movies uh, in the eighties, and this was very much a movie like in the eighties. A movie from the eighties. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where did you watch it? Was it on Was it on a streaming service already? Uh, it's on uh, Amazon Prime. Oh shit! I'm gonna have to watch it now. Yep, it's only like uh, ninety minutes. So. If, yeah, if you don't hear me talking, you know why. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's okay, Rick. We just need to introduce the episode. So it's li- right. I'm, I really don't have much of a job anymore. Don't need to do much. Nonsense. If you don't hear me talking, it's because I'm asleep. So. Snafu. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right, welcome to another episode of Snafu. I'm Rick. Again, yes. You're still Rick. I'm still Rick. Uh, it's episode 85. Everyone say hi. Say hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Say hi, Pat. Hey, everybody. Say hello, Dale. Hey, gentlemen and ladies. All right. Welcome to another episode. Uh, it feels like the summer is getting away from us because it is because it is dark yeah. at like eight thirty, which I love. It's getting closer <laughs> to normal bedtime for my children. Anyway, um, yeah, welcome to another episode. We are going to talk uh, tough guts because that came out. I, I just saw an announcement for blue think case it's now too. Plural. I think it's just tough gut. Well, there was more than one person there, Pat. Okay, but maybe. <laughs> I'm yeah, it's called Tough Cut. All right. Um, and yeah, you're right. Uh, Case Blue is so it's just like announced. Yeah, it's like it's around mm-hmm. the corner. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about that. We're just talking about Tough Cut. Uh, some rule stuff that came up, which is always fun, and some uh, some other stuff. But let's uh, start where we always start, which is hobby. I'm first in the agenda. Woo-hoo. Because Pat knew I had did not did nothing this month. It's it was summer. Too much going on. Didn't do shit. <laughs> Literally didn't. Oh, I, I, you know, I, I maybe Any? did some anything well, even know, during maybe, last episode. I did some hobbying, but it wasn't necessarily bolt action hobbying. Oh, that's fine. Hobby's hobby. We're not. Yeah. We're I mean, not exclusive built, to bolt action here. I built a legion of Necrons. How many is a legion now? Um, the list that I built had sixty warriors in it. Jesus, that's a lot. Yeah, of and they're they're gross. Apparently, damn. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I've got 45 of them put together. I have all of them in the house. I just have to sit and they're kind of a pain in the ass. Anyway, that's mine. It's nothing super special. Jeff, how about you? <laughs> you were uh, like fishing in Canada or something. I was, yeah. I spent a spent a whole lot of time fishing in Canada between the episodes here. Uh, no, no. It, it looked was great. Of, yeah, it was a great trip. I had a lot of fun. Full-size miniatures. Yeah. One-to-one scale. You're going to put any of them on your wall. No, no, that's expensive. Put the most of them in your belly? Uh, you know, anything you saw in a picture went back in the water, so. Okay. Sure. We did, we did eat quite a few walleye, though. More, more than I frankly care to eat in a week, but it's, you know. <laughs> By the done. That's kind of how the food budget goes. You're like, we're going to have walleye for lunch every day. And it's like, 
Turn, turns into an episode of Forrest Gump of yeah. how, you can, how different ways you can cook it. No, that's the problem. So it was, it was a small <laughs> group this time, so there was always pan fried. And bread and pan fried, or bed, just bread pan and pan fried. Yeah, yeah either a yeah. shore lunch or panko or something, and right. throw it in a fry pan, fried up, and it's really good. Don't get me wrong; it's just you know you can only eat so much of the same thing for a week. <laughs> sure, I love fresh caught walleye is one of the few actual fish that I do actually enjoy. Super good, right? Super good. Don't I, get I'm me wrong. Not, I don't know if I've ever had it. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take your word on it. I'm yeah. not a fish guy personally, but you know I'm not a huge fish eater myself. But anything it didn't taste so fishy. Well, that's just okay. it. But you get a walleye out of the lake and into the frying pan in under an hour, and it's really fantastic. Yeah. Okay. All Absolutely right. fantastic. It's probably something about being fresh versus... Like, Very much so. Yeah. Shit in a restaurant somewhere. <laughs> like, le- like legit, you guys don't like fish. No. Not a huge not. fan. None no. of you. I'm, no. I can eat a little bit of fish here and there, but I'm not, I'm not like a... I don't go out and seek it like my wife does. Mm-hmm. I'll Gosh. smoke salmon on the, on the smoker once in a while, and that's, you know, that's delicious, but... I can, again, only can have a little bit before it starts to taste too fishy to me. Land okay. of 10,000 lakes, do not like fish. Right. Yeah. Well, at least well, we I, all know how to swim. So right, I find it right. I find it extraordinary that uh, the three of you together are all the same in that regard. So <laughs> Yeah. I mean, and yeah, I barely, I'm like, I've got the kids into fishing, but I, we just, obviously we just throw everything back, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There aren't a ton of places close into the cities here where I would keep anything and eat it. So. That's true, uh, too. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> There's a few, but not many. <laughs> Good point. So. I, and my kids are pro crop, or not crappie, uh, sunny, sunfish. Sunfish, sunfish catchers. Yeah. That's all they can catch. So, Yeah, but those are fun to catch when they're biting. It's, yeah, they're fun. Yeah. You know, that's all right. Time. Did you, so have you got any hobby done, Jeff? Yeah, actually, I uh, was working Still on time. Yeah, I was working on something before I left, and... One of the just one of the tables for Snafu. I wanted to do something extra to it, so I was working. Uh, I was playing around with a foam board and trying to make something look cool. I, I don't know if it's actually going to look cool or not, but I like it. So. Okay. So screw anyone else that doesn't like it because I like it. <laughs> I guess that counts. I forgot. I I was working on the Snafu logo for this next one. There you go. That's hobby. Was, that's that's hobby. That's hobby Ooh, in I the full section. It's not done yet. Yeah, if it's finalized, <laughs> I, I can use that too. So. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll, uh, Once it's I'm, finalized. I'm, take, I'm on vacation this week. I'm going to take my laptop with me. Maybe I'll get some time to take a good crack at the final version. Oh, it's one Sweet. of those vacations. All right. Well, yeah, I'm going to actually work on my vacation. I'm Ooh. one of those lamos. I am yep. too. I have to sign on every every goddamn fucking day. So. That's about right. That's, I don't have to do it every day this, this trip. I just have to do it one day. Oof. I mean, it's it's, fine. it's a good problem to have. So. Job security, baby. Yeah. I mean, I do that, but my boss makes me, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that works. He sounds like your boss is an ass. Yeah. yeah and, you, we're not, you, and we're not you, talking about your wife, just no, everyone no, aware. No, He's no. talking about himself. I'm talking very much about myself, yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. But, yeah, that's about all I really got done. I, I have a lot of stuff in the pipe, but I just haven't got to it yet. So the Cooler months are coming. Exactly. Cool. Pat, how about you? Have you got anything done? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I've actually seen some pictures. Yeah, yeah, right. You actually have photo evidence. No newspaper in the picture, though, so we can't confirm that it happened. No proof of life? Yeah. No, no, there wasn't. Although, if you looked into the properties of the file, I don't know. That sounds like really into such things, (laughs) right? I I have maybe done that before. Not on your files, but. Okay. Well, I'll tangent after this. I'll tell you a funny story. Okay, uh, so I also want to hit a quick update to, to Operation Snafu and Recon Rumble. Yes, yes, sir. Um, 
I, I will know by tomorrow with our current updates as Jamie's been on vacation most of all of July. Oh, jeez. So, okay. Uh, and then, so yeah, that gives like a, a week vacation, week home, then two week vacation type thing. Nice. So he just recently got back from Mexico. I'm like, well, okay, that's a pretty good excuse for not updating the signups yet. So pretty good, yeah. So I still think we do. We probably still have spots left. But I, I was, mean, if I you're assume. if you're definitely uh, wanting to go, I would sign up sooner and later. Um, I already booked my hotel. Jeez. Nice. So uh, we've added some sponsors. Nice. Yeah, yeah, as so always. We've got some sponsors. We got Rubicon USA, who's always great to us and always very prompt in responding. Mm-hmm. And have uh, the best shit. Just honestly, they and they really uh, they gave us a bunch of special characters this time too. Oh, cool! Sweet. Well, that's new. That's cool. New so, yeah. Um, in addition to like four, I mean, their kits are awesome. Let's face it; their, their yeah. kits are top notch. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, and then Osprey sent us uh, like four or five books, campaign books. Sweet, awesome. Uh, you got tough, a new tough Osprey. Gut is one of them. You got a new Osprey contact again? Another new Osprey contact. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least you got a contact. That's good. So, so yeah, um, I, I did send him an email late Friday as I was thinking about it to see if he could get us back on the early release list that I've been on with all the rest of them, except for they keep disappearing. <laughs> but right. So hopefully we get back on that list and get a little earlier copy and maybe you know help get every information out so that you can decide if you want to do the pre-order or not. Instead I mean, of, <clears throat> if they want us to hype something, they kind of like you know need to let us hype. Sure, and it's, right. And again, <laughs> we're always well, now. We're not really a hype machine. We're no, we're honest. We're, yeah, we're not. <laughs> well, machine. sometimes that's hype, though. Right. I, f- yes. I still feel like most of the time we can find a nugget that makes the book worthwhile for the price. I mean, to right. be fair, I don't think we've ever had a book where we're like, "This is complete garbage," and you guys should. Well, it's not set the bar. It's not set the bar. Have we though? <laughs> I feel like there might have been a couple books we were. I close. think we ragged on one or two because, but we also apparently had an early version that still had grammatical errors. Oh it, so. yeah, I forgot about that. That one, one with that yeah. version anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> so we got so Osprey. <laughs> uh, they're always great. Um, and now we've just recently, just as of today, added Father and Son Gaming. Nice, awesome. That's we're very bad. quick to respond, even on a Saturday. I'm like, whoa, wow. okay. I think they got a shop, like a brick and mortar, don't they work on Saturdays? I, do you know, I'm not sure. They might. That I think they do. if they're like me, they just, you always answer emails anytime. Right, it's hooked up to your phone. And yep. Yeah, and you just, just kind of like, there. Yep. yep. Well, good. And then they got to the important ones, so I feel important. Yeah. You're on the, you're not on the spam list yet, so that's good. <laughs> sure. Well, you know, he said we actually, he said that we've actually uh, driven some customers his way, which is awesome. He makes that, they got, that is they awesome, got, actually. Yeah. If, you, if you got quality stuff that you're making and selling it, then yeah, we'll certainly let people know that's awesome. Yep. Yeah. When they do. Are they the guys that make the movement trays or the, like, the carrying cases? The carrying cases that Jeff yeah. and I have? Yep. Yes. Right. Yes. On. Cool. So, um, so yeah, that was some hobby. I, through another dozen or so lines in the water to you know see what shakes out by next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, get get some some more more let's get some more panfish. Let's get some more panfish, right? Or walleye. Looking for walleye. trophy walleye in this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like we got a few of them already, so it's good. Yeah, uh, I sent my official submission to Warlord Games for their tournament support. So hopefully that that uh, coffer hasn't run dry yet. Does it? Does it dry? Does it dry out? I don't know. Okay. I know I know that John has had trouble in the past when doing these, but those could have been still back supply chain times. I don't know. Or oh, you know, the before in, times or the during times, yeah. Yeah, back in the COVID eras, they might have, I think they had some of them, or there was a lack of organization. So I don't know. 
Uh, I, like I said, I just sent it today, and I'm sure John's at a convention somewhere, so I probably won't hear from him until Monday or Tuesday at the earliest. I feel like John's always done his best to he takes throw care stuff of so, at us. Yeah. He'll yeah, find he'll, a way to take care of us. He'll this. figure it out. Yeah. So the interesting thing about the, the new Warlord system is that the TO actually has to go in, depending what tier you're at, there's a set dollar amount that goes with it. And I know we talked about this a few episodes back, and I think John was on, he talked about it. So our events are both tier two events, so that's like 240 US dollars in MSRP worth of stuff. But I have to go pick what mm. exactly I want, which is nice and tough at the same time. It's like, sure. well, okay, I need to actually look, and so I'm trying to pick things that are kind of falling along the theme of what we're doing, you know, sure. yeah. and not just, oh, hey, well, you know, we're doing all the hot places. Let's get Winter Soviets. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I mean, there might be something to be that, like buying shit for the next year's theme, even though we there don't is know what that, the theme I suppose. is. I suppose. Like, that could be, too. That would mean we knew it next year's theme was. Yeah, that's the biggest right. problem. Is we, you normally figure it out that weekend when we've been drinking too much. All the winter places. <laughs> Spotlight on Finland. <laughs> the Snafu Snowman. There you go. That's got to be number eight. Whenever <laughs> we get to number eight, that's the Snafu yes, Snowman. Yes, there you go. The Snafu Snowman. I like it. Um, and then, yes, I am assembling a lot of models. I'm working on my list for World Open War. Uh, officially paid the entry for that, so we are, we're locked in officially. Damn. Nice. So, I mean, we are always in-in, but I was talking to Russ, and I'm like, well, Americans, when they hand money, they feel more committed. Mm-hmm. Rather than, you said yes, I said yes, we both know where we're going, but you open up with something and I give you money, and then my spot's held, and now I really feel like we're going. Right. It, yeah. I mean, especially when it's that far of a, to travel. Yep. So I think, guys, we still have one more, one more Wednesday night spot to book. Otherwise, I think we're got places to sleep the rest of the time. Yes. So nice. I've been putting together a lot of models. I have all the models that I need in. I have probably about fifty percent army, eighty percent complete. If that makes sense. Sixty percent of the time it works every time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So meaning that I still have to go back and do some touch-up on some of the vehicles, get some decals on some stuff. Uh, some guys, you know, need their bases finished out, and then I've got the rest of the army that still has to be put together and painted and stuff. But it's going pretty quick. So Okay. Okay. And somewhere in there, I've also did a little work on one of the boards for Snafu that I'm working on. Got some dense terrain all set up, looking good. I think it's going to work out. Uh, it, it's it's odd. Well, no, it's not odd at all. It makes perfect sense that the uh, dense terrain I'm doing is kind of base wise is matching the bases that I'm doing for this army. So sneaky. Well, you know, got to got to test them on something. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's your quick tangent. Yes. Like a month ago, working on my computer, look at my calendar. All of a sudden, I look at my like Wednesday afternoon, and all of a sudden it says. Uh, what did it say? Take the kids to drop the kids off at the pool. I was like, "What the fuck? Like, why is there? A ca- <laughs> why is it scheduled on my calendar?" And then I look at my calendar. It's every Wednesday at like two in the afternoon. Someone has booked a thing on my calendar to drop the kids off at the pool. Like, like you know, everyone knows what I mean by that, right? You and then I, are you a magazine tucker on the walk? Or you <laughs> yeah, just- <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's right behind my office at home. So sure, I usually just leave a book in there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but then I start looking again, and there's another one on Saturday, Saturday mornings, that says, take a huge dump. <laughs> <laughs> and this ties back to your meta thing, because I was like, where the hell are these coming from? I'm like, 
and again, reoccurring every Saturday for I, for six months or something stupid like that. So I have to go digging in there, and I'm like, I can't understand where these came from. It looks like I set them up, but like I don't like I'm not like someone that blacks out and doesn't remember making weird ass calendar invites. That's pretty bizarre. Very bizarre, like reoccurring too. Like it's not even like sleepy Rick, like half asleep, went in there and scheduled a meeting in my calendar to go take a dump on a Saturday morning. Like <laughs> set up a reoccurring. If you if you have to schedule me time, find any way you yeah, can. Right, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So what I think happened in my well, okay. So like my my boss and I have known each other for fifteen years, and I did we did like a like a meeting. My laptop was open. I went to the bathroom. I think he maybe did something. We used to do stuff to each other's laptops all the time, and we thought it was funny and shit. But I was like, I asked him, and he's like, I didn't do that. And then, like, ten minutes later, he calls me back, and he goes, I think I might have done that. So, (laughs) (laughs) but, like, he, what I think he, he, so this meeting happened ten months ago, and he set it up for, like, way in the future. So, like, it didn't, wasn't, like, obvious until much later. So, yeah. That's pretty clever. Don't leave your uh, laptops open, kids. Uh, even though mine was the we were doing a like well, a collaborative meeting, and I needed my laptop to run the thing while I was going to the bathroom. Window F, man. I, well, no, I they needed my laptop to run the thing because they were oh. we were doing a collaborative meeting, so like I didn't have you know it was a safe space, so to speak, but mm-hmm. it clearly wasn't. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so there you go. There's my story about the meta. Meta. I had to look up the metadata because I'm like, how the hell? Are, where did this come from? So there you go. Take a huge dump. There you go. It's fiber related. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dale, how about you? Did you do any hobby other than weird uh, calendar invites? <laughs> Jesus. Um, so. my, my boss actually might listen to this. His, his son plays bolt action. So thanks, Derek. Um, nice. Yeah, it's. Jesus, I mean, <laughs> how do you follow that up? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. It was a funny story that was related worked, to something. I haven't happened. worked in multiple huge corporate and, and mid-sized and small corporate environments over the last thirty years. I'm just, I'm shocked and appalled. And <laughs> well, <laughs> and every year having to take training about what's appropriate and not appropriate, <laughs> and and sign all of these documents and shit. It's just like, I'm like. All right. <laughs> so him and I worked at another company previous to this. And sure, we I, I would, uh, we would, uh, we would, we would do something called we would. Whenever someone left their laptop open in the office or their computer open in the office, we would go and change their desktop to David Hasselhoff, like a shirtless David Hasselhoff desktop screen, mm-hmm. and they would like find it three days later. So we would we called it hoff we called it hoffing each other. Nice. Which is what we just did. It was just hilarious. And yeah, we were, you know, we're in a creative department. So nobody, we were like, we weren't even in the main corporate office. We were like put in another building because we were degenerates. But <laughs> so yeah, it, it pretty common for our area. He sure. wasn't doing anything super malicious. It was hilarious for <laughs> like, what is going on and why are these all of a sudden? No, on the it, calendar, I mean, but, yeah, we used to do that, but we just... changed it to Culver's wallpaper. Just like nothing sure. but like the Culver's menu items everywhere. <laughs> I, I've only been on one team where something similar happened, and um, someone walked away, didn't lock their computer, and someone jumped in and then sent out an invite to lunch for everyone, saying that they would pay. <laughs> I mean, same. Yeah, and so, wow. <laughs> and then no one ever left their computers open after that. So <laughs> imagine that. Yeah. Okay. Um, no hobby. Um, I'm working yeah. on a brand new army for World Open War. So, okay. Um, nice. 
it's about two months away. Um, yeah, the the army is about two months away from being <laughs> <laughs> shit. So we'll we'll leave it at that. <laughs> you gonna do some? Uh, what, what what were we talking about last? You gonna what the hell was the paint scheme that we were talking about? Um, that you and Jason oh, were talking chop? about that slap no, chop. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's gonna be slap chop, but we'll see. Like, are we gonna be helping you paint these guys two weeks before? No, no, because your hand's gonna be crippled from trying to. No, this isn't. Too this much. isn't 350 Skaven. This is kind of, just kind of close, maybe. <laughs> this is different. So. Okay, good, good. This is different. Yeah, that was that was a unique situation in itself. Yeah, it was worth it though. No, that wasn't worth it. Didn't you get a Didn't you get a hammer out of that one though? Um, not from. Well, I guess I did score well enough. I'm I'm painting that army that it did. That was part of the score. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Okay. Well, good luck. Godspeed get on that stuff but now <laughs> you decided not to get a commission though right i decided i think not i asked to you that commission. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay okay have you got the models assembled uh almost completely assembled yes okay there's we'll a good see that's hobby and i have that's all good. of well, yeah i mean I'm, i've been working on it i've been working on it i've, okay. I've got all okay. the movement trays and okay um yeah everything everything movement is on trays. Desk. are we playing work hammer fantasy again uh well no no we're not so <laughs> like I said, it's not 350 Skaven, it's something else. <laughs> There's a lot of infantry, though. I tried to build an army with, with as much infantry as I could. So. Okay. Well, they're, they're, uh, taking, they're the ones taking all the objectives, so. That yeah. seems to be the case. For most of the objectives, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yep. All right. Well, sounds like a relatively productive month considering it was summer. It was a very beautiful outside today. I don't know how anyone would get any hobbying done today. It was, Unless it they was were brutal outside. today. It was way too hot. Oh, yesterday was the super nice day. You're right. Today was hot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Today, yesterday was gorgeous. It was a perfect day. I was yeah, really yesterday happy. was nice, yeah. Really happy I mowed the lawn yesterday and didn't have to deal with it today. That would have been just awful. Yep. I, it's funny. I haven't, I've mowed my lawn like three times this summer. It's been growing well, yeah, super slow. It wasn't really the lawn. It was just, it was just cutting the hay field. That <laughs> the <in> weeds. <laughs> the dry whatever. Yeah. But I mowed the lawn right before all of that rain we just got, and like my lawn looks like it needs to be mowed again. I it guess. probably does. It probably does actually. There was a lot of water. Anyway, yeah, it's been a dry summer here in Minnesota up until recently. Yep. Yep. Well, we sound like a bunch of Minnesotans yep. all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you know for sure? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, if you didn't know where we're from, you do now. You do now, yeah. If you, if you can't figure that out, watch the movie Fargo. They take it a little over the top. They, a little? It's like, <laughs> it's ridiculous levels, for sure. Like, nobody talks like that. And then you drive out to one of those, you know, near Fargo, and you're like, oh, shit, yeah, we yes, kind of talk, yes, like, that. Okay. Do talk like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, okay, those people exist, for sure. <laughs> okay. All right, let's, let's talk some rules. Because um, rules always come up. They do. They talk, they in do. seven years, you wouldn't you're, think. You're saving the best for last on the agenda here. Let's I, let's start with the self flanking. We we forget that um, we forget that new people come into the hobby, and we yes. we tend to get the same questions answered. We've mm. been around long enough that we've answered these questions three or four times, so we'll do it again. And I there's like these yeah, and it's totally fine. Yeah, it's that's always good to be reminded. And like Warlord, time. well, maybe we'll answer them different this time. <laughs> that's a fair <laughs> point. Yeah, it's like asking your mom after you asked your dad. Right. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of get some different answers. Yep. But chances are, you learn something by asking your dad, so you 
you ask it a little bit differently to your mom and you get a different answer. So. You're not wrong. That You're absolutely right. Uh, let's start with outflanking. I actually didn't see the outflanking question. Where did this come from? I, I think it was from our Discord. Yeah, it was in our Discord. I mean, most of them have to be at this point because I don't really look at Facebook at all. Right. Yeah. The only thing I have Unless Facebook someone for to is us, to, yeah. to chat with the World Open War guys, and I just have straight message on my phone, so I don't even see Facebook. Yeah. Um, of the time. If if the episode goes out early enough, the author of the next scenario book from for Bolt Action coming out is going to do like a, he's trying to do a little Q and A about uh, Case Blue. So hmm. cool on okay. Facebook. It's just as a heads up for anyone. I'll have to figure out how to know about that. Hmm. But yeah, so outflanking the question came up is um, if you if you put someone in outflank, can you instead just bring them in on your baseline? Oh, on the yeah, yeah. On, on your table edge, mm-hmm. which ironically enough reserves it doesn't actually say that you bring them in your table edge. You actually have to find it in the scenario that says that happens. But yeah, sure. I knew I'd read it. I thought it was actually in the reserves I, rule. I swear I thought I'd read it too, and I couldn't find it when that was in the, asked. I it's in the scenarios. Okay. It's in the scenarios where it says the reserves come in from your long table. Because that makes, that makes the most sense of everything. Yep. But outflanking in particular mm-hmm. doesn't say that in the scenarios. In fact, in the subset of reserves or subheading, I guess it would be based on the fonting, or maybe, I don't know why. It's just it's different font. It makes it thinks it's a subset of reserves, which it probably is. A special kind of reserve. Outflanking units, you can write down whether they're going left, right, after you've declared which ones are outflanking. It is an important distinction that just because you have a unit in reserve, if you don't say they're also outflanking, they are only in reserve. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, a, that's a distinction with a difference. Well, yeah, you can't decide your reserve is all of a sudden outflanking three turns yeah, of the game. That's, yeah, that's, right. that's no bueno. No. no. If, yep. if that's what you thought, no, now they're in reserves and they're coming in on table, table edge. Uh, with you so and, far, and then yep. they, and then of course there's the glorious. It was actually in the FAQ, was it, where that once now you once your first outflank hits the table, you have to reveal where all the rest of your outflankers are. Mm-hmm. Let's move past that because that's still a bitter point for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, was that actually in the FAQ? That is actually in the. They, FAQ. They've now officially made their dumb answer dumb. Uh, yeah. It, let me let's throw the air quotes here. They've been spotted, like. All of, all of them have been, yeah. All of them okay, have been. Okay, sure. Anyway. Anyway, all right, yeah, moving on. Past that particular wound, it's, it's doing some healing. Um, <laughs> it does say in the third paragraph, uh, from turn three onward, you can bring them out, and it does say specifically either the right-hand side or the left-hand side. Obviously, based is how you've indicated. Nowhere in the paragraph where it says how you're to bring them on the table, which is turn three up to 24 inches, turn four red. Add 12, turn 5, add 12, etc. Mm-hmm. Nowhere does it say, or your long table edge. Sure. So that to me means that if they're outflanking, they're coming in on whatever side you designated. Yeah. Now you can have them come in on the one inch corner of your long edge, mm-hmm. but they still have to come in from that left or right side that you designated. Okay. That's in the reserve rule, right? That is in the outflanking maneuver rules. So the first paragraph covers you writing down the secret directions they're going and that you sure. know, the hole they have to come in. 
uh, units attempting outflank in the second paragraph so and down, down orders turn one and two, and from three turn onward, they are coming in from the right or left side table edge. So to circle back on the point where in the scenarios it gives additional um, an additional rule for outflankers where I'd they can come in on your long table edge. It does not say that about outflanking in the in any scenario. In any scenario, it only says if it's allowed or not. Hmm. Jeff shifts in his seat because he's uncomfortable with this. Yeah, I know <laughs> I've are, read it. Are you it. grabbing your book? Hold on. I know I've read it, so I guess I'm going to have to find out where I read it from then. Okay. That's what I'm seeing here, and uh, in setup during game, first turn... Otherwise, you know, just bring reserves in wherever you feel like. Set them in the middle of the board, I guess, right? Sure, that seems reasonable. I guess it says first wave comes in from their long table edge. Uh, the reserves, save page 132. So yeah, I guess it's saying the first wave is coming in on the long table edge. So that's not even your reserves, huh? That's not even your reserves, so... Anything left being in reserve, they go back to 132. 132 doesn't say anything about them coming on the table. So let's talk about reserves then. So it's a bonus topic here. Uh, so reserves are troops that are needed deployed in the table. Reserves units cannot do anything the first turn, except for top secret. Don't play that. It's a bad scenario. Um, even reserves cannot do anything the first turn. They still get the order dice, and they just have to go down. We all know that. The, the down order delay game. Uh, from turn two onward, they can be ordered to enter the table with a run or either advance or run. Troops are not allowed to make an assault when they get to the table. Troops are only allowed to make an assault if they're already on the table at the start of their move. Player is not obliged to move his troops from reserve unit. He can leave the reserve, giving it a down. When units move from reserve onto the table, they require an order check with minus one, minus one penalty. Uh, if they pass it, because it's an order test required from reserve, it is not completely certain if these units will arrive. If the unit fails to enter the battlefield, they are dead. Note that units cannot exit the table during the game except for where it's allowed. Uh, so it just says when, when units move from reserve onto the table, they make an order check at minus one. It doesn't really say where they come on. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Awesome. Uh, see what happens when you read the rules. No. So, so actually, one of the things I've actually noticed now that I'm looking at this again, like maybe a little more objectively, is like, so again, this is a very nuanced thing, and it's only something I would maybe notice in this is that reserves is in a larger font, which means it's like the over overlying header for the entire group, and outflanking maneuver is actually a subset of the reserves rule. Yep. So, and it says in there that they can come in on from the edge or the other edge. So to me, that says like they could still follow the other rules, even though it doesn't tell you where they can come so in. Say, say that part again. Go slow that down. What? Okay, sorry. So what I'm reading is that there's a rule that says, it says when you look at that rule, shit, I just lost the page. Um, uh, 132 is where reserves are in outflanking. Is. Thank you. I was literally just there. Uh, turn to the 132 in our Bibles or our books, whatever. <laughs> hymnals. 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 Sure, your hymnal. Yeah. Um, units units outflanking on the left hand side can enter from the left hand table edge. Out at blah blah blah. Uh, where did they just read it? Hold on. Unit units outflanking. 
It, well, the, the key word is that they can. It does not say that they have to. It says that they can. Now, you brought up a very good point that it doesn't say that reserves can come in from their back table edge. So, um, just says when they come on the table. Yeah, you're right. right. It can. It does say can. It doesn't say must. Right. So, like, it, as it is a subset of the reserve rules, I would still. My argument would be that it's it's part of the reserve rules, and it just says I can do this instead, essentially. But. I could be totally wrong. I who the fuck knows? Yeah, now, am know, I wrong? Uh, if that said, if that said must, I would say yeah. If it says can, that sounds like an advantage they're taking taking care of. And then, Wait, and again, it's part of the rule. Right. It also doesn't say where reserves actually come on the table. So <laughs> there is that. It just says they come on the table. Like, cool. Um, I want to put them here in the middle, six inches away from the objective. Right. Just says I put them on the table. See, this is what happens. This is why you need attorneys writing your rule books. <laughs> right? Or, or technical Or writer. technical writers or yeah. uh, yes. computer programmers. or And and or all three of them. People that understand. Have an editor. Like, right. People that understand language needs to be precise. Because, because a bunch of people like us are going to tear it all apart and look at the words that aren't there and go, yeah. see, it doesn't say that. I mean. Does, it doesn't say my tank can't fly. All of us would, would rewrite this in completely different ways, which is what would make it really unusual. So, Yeah. I mean, mine would mostly be bullet points. <laughs> step one, step two, step well, three. Well, I, yes. I, I would definitely take some of the uh, con- conjecture out of it, right? I would definitely yeah. take some of the other, right? We don't need all these extra words. We're going to make this rule 15 words, and it is only the rule. It's not talk. It's literally changing a can to a must. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. Using well, definitive words. Yeah. Every lawyer, every technical writer, and every computer programmer understands the difference very, very well. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and honestly, it they could mean what they mean. Just they have to be clear about it that way. They have to be stronger in their language the other way as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yes. It's it's kind of like that. Really, we're gray because we are not. And maybe it's only in our English versus their English. I have no idea. Who the hell knows. Like it could make more sense to someone. I wonder else. what the German version says. Holy shit! That if that's I, actually if Nine. I, read, I, I, I'm, maybe I should learn German just to be able to read that version. No, <laughs> you're, you're you're right. Okay, fine. Okay, I'll just drink their beer. I like there you go. Beer. Just brew their beer. I do brew their beer. I was just gonna say, yeah, all I have to do is brew. Their I don't. Beer. I don't follow all their rules though. Because I can't. You're not a Ryan Heights person. Exactly. I, I, you can't be here. Didn't someone? Didn't someone in the in the Discord chat this originated from say that they got a letter from Warlord about this very thing? Probably. Uh, I, it, everyone seems to have gotten their uncle that works at Warlord gave him something. Yes. Yeah, I mean we we get uh, quite a bit of back and forth with Warlord amongst the the Discord folks. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should just join your Discord, huh? Warlord. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Marcus, jump, come on over. I mean, yeah, they're right. welcome, but then we, it's just another official communication that not everyone sees, and it's oh, I mean, maybe it's not official. Maybe they're just maybe they just maybe they are lurking, and they're going to expect a question in the next yeah, three days from Pat. We like we like for our officials to be official, so that's fair. That's fair. You're not wrong. I don't want them to answer the questions on our page. That's for sure. No, that would be that would be a horrible way of being official right. for sure. 
Cool. Well, that was a fun one. That lasted longer than we expected, for sure. Well, we didn't even really answer it. And we didn't answer it because I've played well, it wrong. What, well, what's the, is there an official Warlord stance I'm, on this? I'm unconvinced, no. actually. I'm going to go, once I get hold of my book, which is in, in my office, um, and I'm going to, I know I've read it. It's one of the few things that I actually remember reading, so. But somehow reserves have to come in for your long table. Well, we all play it that way, so we know that's how it's supposed to be played. I don't think there's any argument that someone would say that that's not the way it's supposed Correct. to be. Correct. <laughs> well, and, yeah, of, of course. But again, we're trying—we're not trying to be pedantic. But what what do the rules actually say? And so it's like. And from what we're reading here, it says they can come in from the right or left. Until they change that particular verbiage. Yeah. I think it's up to asking your opponent how you want to play it before you start the game. It was the fairest way to do it. I think it's up to the TO to specify. That would that. be that would be at a tournament level, but if you're just playing with your bros at club, maybe ask that question after you've before you start uh, discussing terrain. That's fair. And not make it a what the f in the middle of the game when tensions are high because it's closer than you thought it was going to be. So, something to maybe be aware of and ask ahead of time before it becomes a, a gotcha moment in a game. Yeah. Right. So holes and rules. We'll just we'll stop calling it rules section. We'll just call it holes and rules we found. <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. That was a fun one. The next one, thankfully, has has some pretty clear, definitive answers. Right. It recurring does. Rec- recurring artillery is kind of a thing, I guess. Yeah. It. I'm I'm gonna sorry before we get into this rule. I'm just gonna cast a vote that this is just a rule that should have been deleted. Just, just edit this one out. This is for something. Yeah. This yeah, is something you do when you're screwing around with your friends and having a fun game, and that's cool. It's right. not something that should be in the actual rule book. It doesn't seem tactically like tact like it's not a tactic that should be regularly used. This feels like we're four beers each, German, nice good German beers into the game. Yeah, and I'm like, sure. hey man, this gun got destroyed. Why don't I just send some of these boys over here? Running? Well, it's not that the gun got destroyed. Because I, that's true. Yes, I know. The artillery the is. Unless it's exceptionally damaged, the artillery piece stays yes, on the table. I, I know. Also so, an unnecessary rule. Like also, also unnecessary, unnecessary rule. rule. Deletes that rule too. Just yeah, because right. Deleted. Because because again, like, what are you like? How many? Why are we keeping artillery dudes? Do you have? Yeah, this is it. Yeah, like the 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 medium machine gun team doesn't set their medium machine gun down when they're destroyed, right? I mean, just pull the fucking unit off the table. Well, then, That'd be cool, though. That's like, a different yeah. unit type. That's infantry. I don't give a shit. It's it's cleaner for the game. <laughs> sure. Well, we also don't, instead right. of, you know, having casualty markers of people laying down and, you know, bodies across the we board. We don't need we, that either. We, re- we remove those. We don't need that. We don't need that either. Right. We don't need to have the little stretcher guys, you know, oh, oh, put him on the stretcher. He might make it later, you know, whatever. you know. Maybe. And again... Um, I get there's a distinction. I admit there's a distinction between a rule and an option. I.e., um, do we need all the special characters that that are available? Well, no, nobody needs those, but they're there for fun. Um, but having a choice for those kinds of things isn't the same as having a rule that doesn't make a lot of sense in 99.9 percent of games. So yes. Especially if you're playing a single generic reinforced platoon where unless you are France or uh, whoever that gets the extra artillery, you're only having one artillery. Like you only one gets one. Anyway. And, yeah. This should be a special rule for a special scenario. It's not a, not a mainline rule. It, just saying. Right. I understand leaving destroyed tanks on the board because those could be covered, but even that to me is kind of like 
I'd just as soon pull them off. Yeah. I don't like, want to have to flip over my pretty model. That exactly. Just it went kablooey, you know. Just pull it, right? I I like the speed. Like anything that bogs the game down, I'm not a fan of, and that's just bogging down. the game down. Yes. Yep. It does do that. So unfortunately, there is a rule for it. There is. Yes, sir. And it seems to be ripe for abuse if you don't read all the rules. Well, if if you don't if you don't read. If you don't look at the fact, yeah. right? Yeah. So, or if you're playing in a highly competitive tournament that only allows two hours per rounds, and there's no chance of you getting a TO, you can't even look up the fucking roll. Yeah. If you could find a TO, if, well, if, if, if TO exists, let alone this rule is such so are you know, just not come up very often that you're not going to know this rule off the top of your head unless you listen to our podcast. And you, and, yeah. Then even then, you might still have questions because we certainly do. <laughs> we don't make things clearer. That's All right, for sure. let's, let's see how far in the weeds we can get with this one. Please. Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right, so we're in, starting in the main rule book, uh, 96 for those of you reading along at home under recurring guns. <clears throat> Excuse me. Any number of crew models can move from one gun to another within 12 inches, either to reinforce an existing crew or to man an abandoned gun. Sounds like fun. Yeah, right. Crewmen are allowed to make a dash... This is not a runner advance order, by the way. This is just simply a maneuver that is now known as dash. We've added a new order. Okay, sure. <laughs> of up to 12 inches distance from one gun to another, whether the gun is given uh, uh, to another when their gun is given an order. Okay? Regardless of what that order is. So they can so they can fire their gun and dash a dude over to another. Not only that, they can move 12 inches. I guess terrain doesn't even make a spit of difference. Uh, artillery guys are freaking awesome. They're quick. They actually just launch them out of the howitzer over there. <laughs> there you go. They got the got a little well, uh, slingshot back there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Toss it to fromage. Uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Although no specific orders required, the move is treated as a run action. Okay, whew, all right. And can trigger fire from enemy units on ambush. Okay, so at least, at least it's a run. At least they thought about that. Uh, it's not a run order on unit. It just counts as a run. It counts as It's treated as one. Right. So you can shoot them with your ambush order. So if it's treated as a run, now that means you can't do rough ground. Oh, sure. So, there you go. Okay. There you go. Good point. I yep, like that. Right. All right. Yep. So they lost the slingshot. Uh, crew cannot transfer between guns that are more than 12 inches apart. Okay. Crew transferring from one gun to another cannot serve either gun that turn. If the crew transferred from an abandoned gun... That currently has no crew. The gun's order dice is flipped to down once the once the new crew have moved to position. Remember, the abandoned gun, you are placing the order dice next to it, not putting it back in the bag between turns. Right. Whatever. Yeah, because uh, that makes things clear. If the gun is destroyed, surviving crew are able to recrew other guns within 12 inches, so long as they can be given an order that turn. The only action the crew can take is to move their as move to another gun as described. If they've already taken their action that turn, if the if their order test is failed or there are no other guns than twelve inches, then any crew models whose gun has been destroyed are removed as casualties. Whew. Thank you. Remember that artillery unit counts as destroyed once the gun itself is destroyed, so the order dice representing this is removed from the dice bag. Any surviving crew that have had their chance to move to... Once any crew have had their chance to move to another gun. Okay, so the question came up with veteranacy. Oh, so yeah. Wait, hang on, hang on. <laughs> is that is that all it says? That's all it says. Did it, did it specify that the the entire crew has to move? 
to the new no, gun? It doesn't have to. It does. It does not have to. So let. So let me ask you this. Maybe the fact any number of any up. number of crew. Yeah. yeah. So if I've got if I've got a Japanese gun with five guys. Yep. And a second artillery within within twelve inches, no rough ground in between. That whose crew has been destroyed. Yep. I can run two guys over to the other artillery weapon, right? Yep. Does that put a dice back into the bag? Yes. Yes. So, Thank like Pat said, the, oh, the, Jesus the, the dice the dice for the artillery would get set next to the artillery piece that has no crew left. No, 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 no. no. That's that's the abandoned gun. Right. right. Yep. 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 But so, that abandoned gun gets the dice back. So, um, oh, so the dice follows the crewman. Nope. Dice no. Follows, no. No. Dice follows the artillery piece. Okay. So, so uh, again, artillery consists of a artillery model and uh, well, loaders. Okay. Here's okay. Oh, so, so this, then, if uh, if you've got an eighty-eight and all the crew are destroyed, you don't lose that dice. It stays no. It's, it stays on the table. It, does it stays not on the table the and then counts as destroyed at the end of the game. Thank you. Right. Okay. Yep. Unless you get an artillery guy over there, and in which case that dice would go then go back in the bag. That's during the next turn. That's the distinction. Right? So I've been probably doesn't go back in the bag. Doesn't go that back in the bag until nope, there's crew there. The, yeah, it just yep. stays with the artillery piece. Okay. Most people don't play it that way because it doesn't. You've got one fucking artillery piece. You don't have enough right. guys to. And crew if you have a second one, things. you usually haven't thought to put it. Within twelve inches with no rough right. ground in between. Well, the two. well no, I mean, I've just, definitely yeah. thought of that. Now that okay. is definitely, I've, I've, mm-hmm. I've made sure that I do. So not in the day and age of the multi launcher because you inevitably you get one guy in between there and all of a sudden they're hitting all three. Numbers. Kabooms, yeah. <laughs> Got the guy trying to make uh, snap to act, snap. You men snap to action orders in between them. Well, I mean, six inches is there's there's a bit of leeway between twelve. So right, true. Okay. All right. So in the arena. Mm. Right, so let's get back to the question. Oh, yeah, was, so we're not even done with this yet. Okay. Right, so oh, right. if you have a veteran unit and you run one of them over to another crew, an inexperienced, an inexperienced one. one, do they become veteran? Do they not? Did someone argue they do? God, this doesn't make sense to me because, like, even if they were inexperienced, right, like, okay, so treat like a transport. Lowest, the lowest ranking, not the top, not the highest ranking, right, like. Yep. Or, or veterancy, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, right, so it still would be an experience in my book, even if it didn't change, even if there wasn't an FAQ. That, that's how I read it. Right. The, the, of course, the argument was that's you know a way you can get cheap guns and have two veterans and you know save the sixty some points or whatever it is because you're that guy. Somehow, that <laughs> I mean, doesn't say they can't fly. He's smarter than the rest of us. So, somehow, as he's found, he's found the loophole. So. Well, he did until this was closed out. And this is a very early errata, by the way. I believe this is within the, fir- within the first couple erratas. I didn't see specifically, but I looked back at least three, and it, 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 there's at least those. So at least it's been this way for a couple years. Uh, errata, which means this isn't an FAQ. This is a changing to the way the rules read in the rule book. Mm-hmm. Right. Page 96, recurring guns. The following paragraph will be added. If the new crew is reinforcing an existing crew, they immediately become the same rating as the existing crew, regardless of what they were before, and also lose any other special rules they might have had. If they are crewing an abandoned gun, they keep their own morale rating and special rules. That makes sense. Sure. That makes a thing, yeah. So, 
So you can't have your inexperienced 88 and your veteran 88 and go send one guy over to the inexperienced 88 and get two veteran 88s. You could somehow kill all your own guys. Well, if all of you, of all the inexperienced 88 one were killed off and then you sent some veteran, then they would be veteran. Well, send four of the other dudes over or, or whatever, yeah. Or you could, you could send all of your inexperienced over to your veteran for one round. And so they become veteran, <laughs> and then you send the veterans back, well, to, the back to the abandoned gun. And you have two Red veterans. Rover, Red Rover, send veterans over. And then you've lost two rounds of shooting. Yeah, it's, yeah. with your 88. Yeah. 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 No. You've lost a third of the game in shooting. Well, so like, you, no, maybe you, more. You might maybe get lucky more. with the seventh How, turn. No, because you could – okay, uh, you're right, because you have to completely – you can't actually abandon – you can't yes, you can. voluntarily abandon – no, you can't. Yes, you can you cannot voluntarily voluntarily abandon your gun. Yes, you can. Where does it say that? What's the, how does the first one read? Any number of crew models can be oh, moved from Christ one gun to another gun within 12 inches. Fine, okay, they can't charge. Yes. Thank you very much. <sighs> so your any number could be all of the number. Yeah, you're right. That's stupid. <laughs> Even though they can't, yeah, they can't abandon their gun by charging a unit or anything. Like I said, so this entire rule should just be deleted. It's yes. unnecessary for sure. Now I will, I will note that in our tournament pack. <laughs> that is a fair point. I mean, why would you, why would you not, why would you give up two rounds of shooting? You know, yeah, of course. So, just, so I guess technically it'd only be one. Because like, no, anyone, one, anyone that's moving, still, you, anyone that's moving can't do anything else. Can't, Right, can't. That's right. They can't. So you have to add to the. Gun. Everyone leaves. So you have to leave at least two there if you're going to fire the gun. If everyone leaves, you can't fire that round. Whenever it comes back, yeah. you can't fire that yeah. round. So you'd, yes, you would lose two. Well, rounds no, you'd, you'd only lose one because the second round you don't send them all back. You only send half of them back. Well, when they go back, the dice just goes back in the bay. They don't get to act this turn. Right. Right. So the, the one of the guns will not shoot twice. Yep. Correct. The other one will shoot twice. We'll, we'll keep shooting normally. Yeah. yeah. So you'll lose two rounds of shooting with one of your guns. Yeah, two it's rounds of inexperienced guys. shooting. To gain, if I am ever at a tournament, yeah. I see someone do this to a positive effect. Good for you. I this doesn't seem like a good thing. No, I, I, I agree. Does not seem like a way to win the game. So, well, you, you, you have to have two eighty eights as well, which is like. Well, hold on now. You say that, but now you watch somebody do that and they get that order dice back, so they didn't lose that order dice and they win the game by one one point. Yeah. If, suddenly, it's like they just well, use it then, to win the game. I mean, I could see Caven going, okay, I'm going to figure out how to do this. <laughs> or Ian, maybe. So, Yeah. Yeah. I've played enough close games, I think it could happen. You're not wrong. Like, I, I see what you're saying. Like, it well, is possible. You know, I, and I suppose if, if the game is such that the 88, the inexperienced 88 wasn't going to have a good shot anyways, yep. based off of terrain or everything else happening... It might be worth, well, I'm not firing this turn, so I'm not really sacrificing that round of shooting. Yeah. I guess, you know, situationally, maybe. I guess. Okay. It's weird. Yeah. Very, we, when you get down into the really deep reads here, we start finding weird-ass rules to talk about. But Well, th those people aren't invited to my clubhouse. I mean, those people are fun. I mean, I, this, this is these people. These people are going to keep calling them these people. I don't like. This doesn't seem like 
this doesn't seem like something like someone's this is one of those rules where somebody thinks they're getting a good deal on something but it's actually the same price as everyone else right it's like did you really gain an advantage like i see your point jeff like there's maybe that one advantage but like i've is there any other advantage? Well, I don't, I don't see. Are you are you still range the re, and the abandoned gun? If no, you're ranged don't, in, no, I mean, oh, no, 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 because you you moved. You're absolutely moved. <laughs> let's 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 save God. that for next, count, next count it as a run. I don't Can know. I mean, the gun fired every turn. Um, no, it didn't. No, no, it didn't. It would have gone down at least one round. The abandoned gun would like when it is recruited, the unit goes down for the turn. Yes. What if the gun's already fired this turn? Oh god! It's like now we're getting into like a flow chart of like. Well, no, I mean like uh, okay, so right, I, it happened that I, turn. I tried to range in my eighty-eight, right? Yep. And uh, so now I need to. I miss. I need a five. You land an Ebelworth shot, kill the entire crew of that gun. I yep. recrew with my other eighty-eight that hasn't gone yet over to that gun. Yep. Next turn, right. that gun could fire. Is it still ranging in? It's fired oh, every turn. So you're talking about the eighty-eight that you're recruiting has been ranged in by on something uh, another. <laughs> Oh God! So, yep. So, are you still ranged in, and are then do you continue to range in? Yeah. Are are they ranged in, and do I continue ranging in? Oh God, you guys! This is why this rule should be just deleted. It's too many. It's too many headaches. And here's the thing: ninety percent of the ninety nine percent of the time, it's not going to matter. But right. that one time it does, it's going to be. And the one time it does, and it's going to be a big, and it's going to have a big impact on an important tournament game. Sure. There's a few scenarios where it could be, could be bonkers. Yep. All right. Yeah. Well. All right. Uh, well, we just, just made it worse. Just officially for uh, the uh, recon rumble and operation snafu, the recruiting guns rule will not be used. I will make sure to get that. Well, don't we don't we do single? Oh no, I guess you can. There are still some armies that can. There's have still ways to get artillery. multiples. Yep. yep. Sweet. Well, that was fun. I mean, it's always fun. fun. One, Jesus. <laughs> this this one will not make you. This one's not going to make you fun. It's not going to make me fun. It's not going to no. make me happy either. Uh, yeah, I'm not happy about how this one landed either. <sighs> I am totally. I I get it, but I was I was I didn't care one way or the other. I understood the other side's argument. Like I know that like there's there's arguments for both of the ways, just depending on how you read it, because they didn't. Write it in a way that was very clear. Well, wait, wait a minute. We've already established that it's written. The, there's written, poorly written sentences in here. This one's probably one of the poorer ones for sure. So, okay. Well, let's. First of all, we're talking about placing AG templates, right? On vehicle specific. No. Well, we'll get to there. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Let's sure, just start right. with placing them in general. All right. Right. So again, I'm going to remind everyone there are three different unit types in the game. Yep. Only three. There is infantry. Yep. which is your squad, your duders, your team weapons, your HQs. Yep. Those are all infantry. There's artillery, which we just talked at nauseum about, and that is an artillery piece and its crew. That is what... And then there are vehicles. Yep. Yep. If you can't define a vehicle, I don't want to play this game with you. I'm just going to say that now. I'll uh, play with you. Thanks. <laughs> if they can't define what a vehicle is, you'll still play with yeah. them. What are, what are dudes on bikes? Infantry. Infantry. Alright. Dudes on motorcycles? Also infantry. Uh, depending what slot they're in. Less than the armored car, car, car slot. Less yeah. than the yeah. armored yeah. car yeah. slot. What's a squad of Kubel wagons? It's it, they're called a flock of Kubel wagons. It's <laughs> I think or a murder. I I don't know which uh, one. It's a, it, excuse me, it's a brat of Kubel wagons. <laughs> it's a brat of Kubel wagons. <laughs> 
sense. <laughs> That's the right answer right there. Uh, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> We've got a winner. Tell him what he's won, George. A prop of Kubelwagon. This is what you won. Uh. With, with extra sauerkraut. Oh, jeez. Does that mean they're all full of people? Well, obviously. I, yeah, yeah, clearly. Well, crap. Now it's a transport. But still a vehicle. Anyway, okay. So, we're uh, well, for those reading at home, I am on 68 right now, where they first talk about high explosive and templates. Yep. Uh, so... Um, do, 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 do. If the target is hit by an HE shot, you then need to use an appropriate template to determine how many models have been hit in the unit. Or have, how many been hit. Templates are circles, one, two, three, or four inches diameter. First pick a point and place the center of... The first pick a point to place the center of the template on. This can be anywhere on top of or in between the target unit's models so the template covers as many models as possible. If the target unit's... Uh, but the template cannot uh, template cannot equip any friendly models. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. They've used the magic word of center. Yep. Just pick a point to place the center of the template on. Okay. Models in between anywhere, any point on the ground, they, uh, they're actually saying that. Right? Yep. Yep. As long as it maximizes the number of models. Right. You, sure. you, you pick a place. You, you pick a point. To place the center of the template so it covers the maximum number of models in the unit. Yep, that's what it says. Right. Which is, are you? You're building your argument again, aren't you, Pat? You're like you're you're coming up with your. Uh, well, I mean, there's what the rules say, and then there's what the yeah, ruling yeah, the rule. is. I, oh, yeah. I understand. I know where he's going with this, though. Yeah. I understand what he's saying, but I know where he's going with it in the future here. Anyway, keep going. Just well, a little I, foreshadowing here. I'm. Just, I'm just reading what the right. This is and this is in regards <laughs> to what doing. though. What is this in regards to though? So, jump ahead to vehicles. Right, because this is infantry, so right. We were talking so about that's, infantry. That's, that's infantry. Yep. So yep. that's how you place the template on infantry. The yep. center of the template is placed somewhere on a point on the ground on a guy's head. However, so you get as many models in that template as you can. Right. Right. If models while, in that unit while yeah, not correct. covering while friendly not hitting models. yours yeah. while not covering friendly models. Right. Yep. Okay. Um, if we talk about putting templates on artillery, well, all and the guys actually hang on. Um, we should Sorry. we should we should be specific. Um, uh, covering is not the same as touching. So we said covering, and typically that's you're not covering the whole model. You just have to touch a model to affect it. Fair, yeah, good that's, point. That's you don't fair. have to yeah. cover the model to hit it. Right. You yeah. just have to touch. Just it. Have to cover touch. any portion of the model. Yep. Right. There you go. Yep. Yes. Um, and now we go to the vehicles. Yep, we've touched, we've played with artillery enough already. So vehicles back on one one oh seven hits from hits from HE shells. When a vehicle is hit by an HE shell, the template is placed as close as possible to the center of the vehicle. The vehicle itself taking a single hit, and the units consisting of a single model roll just once. Uh, note that the vehicle can be. The vehicle can be pinned by the pen value of the shell. It will receive multiple amounts of pins, as shown for that level of HE, not just one, just like an infantry unit. Note that HE shots, even though they are placed in the center of the vehicle, hit the face, hit facing the armor. They, the shot that came from is normal. Only, only indirect fires from the top. Yep. Okay. Place the template as close as possible to the center of the vehicle. Um. And didn't didn't it have a further clarification right there that you just read? 
Please note that even... Please note that the HE shot, even though they are placed in the center of the vehicle, hitting the facing, hitting the facing of the armor they come from. So please note that the shot, even though it was placed in the center of the vehicle... Okay. So, there's, so placed. When they went back and they talked about placing templates earlier, I could pick any point. Right. And then the very first thing it says is you have to place it... The template must be placed... As close, as close to the center possible. of the model, as the vehicle. Place as close, place the template as close as possible to the center of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. If they really meant to place the center of the template as close as possible to the center of the vehicle, that's what I would like to hear. That's what I'd like to read in the sentence, but that's what's not here. Right. Yep. So. Well, I mean, I, I'm hedging a little bit now. I know... How to You're edging? Hedging. Uh, I mean, I am at the moment. So, he- hemorrhaging? Um, no. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tired, and now I've got a headache because of these rules. So, <laughs> um, well, we must be doing it right then. So, you know, it's you know, if you're covering the center of the of the vehicle with the template, you can't get any closer to covering the center of the vehicle. That's right. not the same as centering the template on top of the vehicle. You're not wrong. But um, if you read that in context with where it's talking about the vehicle facing from the shot, and it says that the template, even though it is centered on the vehicle... No, no. It, it says even though they are placed in the center of the vehicle. Thank you. Even though the template is placed on the center of the vehicle... Well, okay. I guess that... Well, does it say placed on the center or centered? It says, note that the HE shot, even though they are placed in the center of the vehicle, hit the face of the arm of the cable. That's so close to, to centering the template, so. Well, I mean, that's where we end up, yep. right? But that's where, that's where we end up with the clarification I got from, from Warlord. Yeah. And he did finally actually say in, like, highlight, and like, yeah, well, can you put that in your FAQ? Because... Yeah. Right. It, it it's, all comes down to, again, just a very soft way of saying something that should have been so easy to say. Center the template on your vehicle. Place the center of the template on the center of the vehicle. Yep. If that's yep. what you want it to do. Right. Or place the template so that this template is covering any part of the center of the vehicle. Whichever that way would you be want. The alter- that would be the alternative Whichever way. Whichever way you is, want. Yeah. yeah, which is how I've been playing it. Yep. Just Which I think is a better way to play because then you're allowing you to maximize... Like you did when you're covering it. I don't know if that's better. And I honestly, it depends if, if you're shooting or being shot at. Honestly, yes. If you're oh, shooting, yes. it's much better. 100%. If you're being shot at, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from a from a good game, for the goose type of thing. Well, from like just from a realistic standpoint, right? It's like okay, if if a unit is if an artillery piece is like shoot that tank over there, they're not going to be like, well, okay, if we move it a little, you know, three meters to the right. If we go just right, a little left, we might be able to catch those guys sitting next yeah, to Yeah, I mean, tank. it's just that they're going to blow the shit out of the tank. That's what they're going to go for, right? That's that's the whole point. Um, I, whatever. Like, I get it. It's not very clear. They just needed to write it better. Yeah. And, and, I can, just, and it just, yeah, or go ahead. Just on vehicles, it just hits the vehicle and call it a day. Yeah, that would be too. That'd be fine too, right? It's not a template. That would be that would be a lot simpler. Yeah, and I and I think this is a some of this is a holdover from version one when there weren't templates. Yep, 
probably right. I could uh, maybe uh, in between episodes, I'll actually grab my version one book and see if it, the sentence is the same because then it wouldn't matter. Because then that's what it well, would it, how would it be the be same? How, like, how would it be the same if there's no templates then? I guess it wouldn't. Right? Well, it would just it would just hit the thing and be done. It would, it would just, just hit the thing. Yeah. And I mean, do the number of dice right. things. I'm I'm chalking this up to one of the same issues it has when you release a new edition of the game, but you don't uh, you you don't actually update things for the new mechanics. It's just frustrating to me. Yeah. You left all the army... Whatever. Sorry, that's a whole other tangent. <laughs> I'll just leave it alone. That, that's a deeper tangent. That's, yeah, right. that's a deeper cut. We don't need that right now. But Again, I'll go back to saying, like, I can understand how other people played it differently. And, like, yep. right? All it takes is, like, one person, or, like, when you first start out, you play this rule a certain way, and you're like, yeah, it makes sense. That's what the rule says. Yep. But like another another group of guys or players did something completely different somewhere else, and that's their interpretation of the rule, and they played it that way. And now like we have two entirely different metas clashing over where the hell are you supposed to put a template on a vehicle? Yes, makes sense. I believe you place it. I believe you place it on the vehicle. You do. I think you could both agree that you put have to put the template on the vehicle. You're right. What we definitely agree on is that it must cover the center of the vehicle. Yeah. However you, place it, yeah. however you place it, the center must be covered. Does not say that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. Yep. Nope. No. Nope. Yeah. Don't leave the center uncovered, no matter what you do. Yes. <laughs> Five is right out in this. Yeah, company. that's right. Five is right out. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, there you go. That that generated a ton of discussion in our group. I think there was obviously some high level tournament stuff being discussed about it, right? Because that was where this first came up, right? Is how are we playing templates? Yeah. And I think think it's a legit question because I've absolutely played it. I mean, I've seen it played both ways. Yeah, I have too. And like you said, Rick, you know, when you first start out and someone says, is teaching the rules and this is how you do it, and you read the rule later, oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. That's how you do it. And it never occurs to you to read it from the other side. Yep. Right. Like, oh, crap, you're right. That's is it at all what it says? It says this. Yeah. It makes it you makes know. sense that they could interpret it differently, mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, when I first read it, it never occurred to me that you had to place the center of it on the center. I'm just like, well, no, right. I can get I can get other things if I says. do it this way. It isn't what it says. Because it's not what it yeah. says. Right. And my first reading and the first time I learned the game, that's was logical sense. Someone showed, yeah. showed me how to play it that way. I read well, the rules. My brain interpreted it that way, and that's just... How you go yeah, a little farther down, it talks about if the template also happens to cover something near the vehicle, that's also hit. Right, yep. And so you're thinking about... And that's where you're like, oh, I'm supposed to be able to get other things. Exactly. Like Much like we did with the infantry units. Yep. Right. So. Okay. Well, I look forward to our next discussion about rules. I mean, I do. Whatever. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, and see, and the problem here is some people are going to listen to this and be like, oh my god, these guys are competitive players and nitpicking these rules to death. But at the same time, I don't think... The problem is none of these rules are clear. I don't think any of these yeah. rules is clear. Are clear. They are not. I mean, You're right. not not from the perspective where, I mean... You know, we're systems. I'm, I'm a systems programmer. You're a lawyer. We've got yeah. some technical writers over here. You know, engineers, those kinds of things. And you know, half of my days are spent looking at logic and all of the th- right. parts of the of of the equation that you didn't consider. Oh, guess what? There's three of these conditions that are still true. 
yeah. they don't come in as false. And so oh God, yeah. that's yep. just right. that's, just how we think. So Exactly. Like eighty yeah. percent of my profession is to know there's a huge difference between may and must. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're right, actually. Right. That's probably a huge part of your job. <laughs> Funny enough, you're like, Oh, that says May. You know, I, we, I run it I run into very very similar pitfalls as both Jeff and Dale. And I I do also write I assist in writing code for configurations of highly configurable pieces of equipment, and the logic has to get to one answer. And if it gets to two answers, it errors out. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's and and there's and, and there's some fun in well, what do the rules actually tell us? Mm-hmm. And then that leads to different modes of play and oh, different approaches to uh, a problem. Yeah. And so it's like you know. Yeah, it's like, and and it being able to move that template around gives higher value to HE. Yes, for sure. And so that can that can affect the way that you build your lists and things like that. So it's just one of those considerations. So that's all. Yep, hundred percent. I'm I'm jigsaw over here laughing at you guys being all like losing your hair over the shit. <laughs> yeah, I was losing my hair long before this. As someone that's in, that that studies human. Like the psychology of humans, that's uh, it's it's hilarious. So, uh, but yet three of the four of us don't like fish. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I like the band fish, but that's a different story for a different day. Um, yeah, I don't know. I look at this and I look at this and think about if any of you guys have saw the video out there. There's a video out there of a guy doing a user study with a kids toy. It has four holes in it that are different shapes. You've, oh uh, yeah, I've seen anyone who's seen kids knows what I'm talking about. But like they're like, okay, he's going to put the star in the star thing. And he goes, yeah, you put it in the star thing. And he's like, okay, he's going to put the circle thing in the circle thing. And he puts the circle thing in the star thing. And then the square thing, he's like, okay, he's going to put it in the square thing. He goes, no, he puts it in the star thing. So it's the just the psychology of humans. Like, yeah, of course we interpret things differently and we do things differently than other people. So that's what they shouldn't be doing with rules, to be honest. They can't make it so that you can put your circle in a star. If that makes sense. Um, it, it does. <laughs> unless... You know, unless, unless that was the intention, right? Unless they want, right? And that's what they wanted. They want but the finger no, to go no, no. right into the starfish. So I mean, <laughs> now we're fingering starfish. Well, hang on, oh my god. Okay. Maybe anyway, break. no, you can't. You can't do that. You still have to make it so that people know what you in, your intention is. I don't right? know. Like some people like you center the center the template on the center of the vehicle is very explicit. We can yes. that, that everyone understands the same rules, right? As of as a game. Going back to that tournament thing, though, like, you know, we have people on our Discord that say, this is probably opening a can of worms, but I'm going to say it anyway, like that they don't like that the game is advanced by tournament players, right? That people that are competitive players, uh, as far as the rules go. And, like, I think we've had discussions about it because I think that that, I, I, the only people that push the rules or try and break the rules are the competitive players. If you want to play a non-competitive game, then I think that that like that's fine. I just don't. The rules still work for that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they do. I just think that is bolt action a competitive game. I think it's one of the better games, even though we argue we bitch about how how the rules are written. I think it's still better than most, and I think it has some cool shit in it that is different than most. So absolutely, absolutely. So I think there's a reason, an argument to be said that it is a competitive game. And I think that you can play it casually. There's no problem with that. Like, there absolutely is but not. casual players will come up with these, too, but they're also going to be like, 
Ah, whatever. Well, yeah. right. The other guy's not going to care, and it's not. There's there's not going to be any skin on that. You know, it might ruin someone's afternoon, but you know, like I don't know. It doesn't have the same feel. So, I'm I'm of the mind that the competitive players are the ones that are going to try and push and break the rules a little bit, and those are the ones that you kind of have to watch out for. So, so we're just trying to warn you of what they're thinking. Well, I mean, in a lot of ways, yeah. We because we've and, heard it and, and by seen it, seen it, and by there. We mean us because we're doing it. We've been, yeah, we've yeah. done it for the last thirty minutes, basically. Sorry, I have yes. a mirror. I have a mirror right here. <laughs> yeah. so. I have a little man in my pocket. So, yeah. right. So. right, exactly. Okay, well, let's take a break after the the rules headache that that I was. I need a it's drink. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, if Jeff needs a drink, that's not good. Sign. Well, it'll be tea, but that's not the point. Oh, all right. <laughs> so, yeah. so horrible data. St- to try and quit sniffing glue. <laughs> I really fucking butchered that, but whatever. Um, anyway, all right, we'll be right back. Uh, I hope you enjoy the music, and it's not going to be about rules. But maybe rolls. Rolls, maybe. Something. All right, we'll be right back in three and a half minutes. Yeah.
Welcome back. Woot. Hope you enjoyed the music. I loved it. I always do. Turn it up always. a little bit. Let me ask you guys something about the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um... This one in particular or music in general? Um, it's more of a general uh, observation. I don't... Um, I'm, I'm sure most of you guys are aware, and most of our listeners, I'd be surprised if they weren't also aware. So, music was very... Um, it's mathematical, effectively. Mm-hmm. There's lots of there's lots of patterns. There's lots of formula. There's an equation. And yep. so, um, is there something to most songs, at least popular songs that get play? I mean, you said see in three and a half minutes. Most songs seem to run through to about three minutes. Do you think there's is that a is that a mathematical formula kind of thing? Well, well Meatloaf didn't follow it. <laughs> I, He'll do anything for love, but not that. But not that. Right. Um, but I won't play a song for three minutes. You know, or Queen. Queen has broken that rule. I could, uh, yeah. the, it's a tangent on something completely unrelated to Bolt Action, but uh, also a thing. I, I think the the time is more about like radio yep. play and stuff like that than it is about like the right like Mozart's written symphonies that were, you know half an hour long mm-hmm. or 45 minutes long yeah. and they're you know over sweets and like they've got you know well, movements and stuff like there's mathematically so, like most music popular music is related to that so do you feel like it's I, I, i'm not I'm, I'm i'm coming at it from a little different i i acknowledge the commercial aspect of of that kind of stuff but do you feel that over so many iterations They've just kind of figured out that for, for the average person listening on the radio, now streaming, honestly, that this is the optimal length of time that we yes. can hold somebody's attention based yep. off of the equation that's, that's being repeated throughout most popular music. I th- there's definitely a formula. I don't think it's as mathematical as much as it is psychological, but... Um, yes. Okay. Absolutely. That's absolutely a thing, right? Like everyone knows that you write, you know, you write a, a, a verse, chorus, verse, bridge, chorus, done. Yeah, that's the whole song, right? right? Like you can, like, there is a formula to a song. Now if people you're fancy, break do them. a key change in there. Yeah. Well, bridge usually is a key change. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, not always. Not always. Sometimes. sometimes talk, yeah. But, but most of the time, it's yes, it's been figured out. They know that they can capture your attention for this long. Mm-hmm. You'll change your station if it's more than this amount of time, typically, right? Then, then you lose your advertising revenue, blah blah blah, and then, you, then so then you start playing three-minute songs again. Now, you know, there's there's music that's what a minute, like right? There's punk songs that are a minute <clears> and a half long, right? Yeah, completely different. But but they f- most of those songs feel unfinished. Unrewarding or unfulfilling, sure, maybe. I don't know. Some of them are pretty. It depends how hard they hit. The other thing I would, and I would, you know, propose this for the other side of it is a band song I hear on the radio that's about three ish minutes, a little over three minutes, right? If I go see that same band in concert, that song might be four or five minutes, six minutes long. You'll stretch it out for sure. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And and then that kind of, well, maybe that's something for a different discussion, but thinking about (laughs) what's the optimal length of of a podcast episode or or those kinds of things. And it's kind of, you know, because we are changing more kind of into long-form discussions and things like that. I just find it, I'm wondering if what the evolution of that is, 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 so in, in any event, 
Welcome back. I, I honestly think that yeah, podcasts are a little different, but they, they definitely they are. Can they? They can be either or, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's definitely no one saying that you can't. There's no formula behind our particular podcast, other than yeah, other than it's a conversation. It turns into long form because that's just who we are, yep. and we talk a lot. So, and then we talk about weird ass things like how long does music last, or <laughs> <laughs> which I I actually am very fascinated to fascinated by as well. Um, well, and I, I become hyper aware of it. We're we're looking for. I mean, we're trying to hire people and sure. um, programmers in particular. And um, we've always found that musicians make really good programmers. And so I'm always kind of on the lookout for they're they're, they're math nuts for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there's definitely a lot of math in music for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's at like a theoretical level, not on a how what becomes popular and how it becomes popular. Right. Not how can I string these power chords together. Right, right. It's more about yeah. It's more about key changes and following the formulaic stuff that has come before. Yeah. Anyway, All right. All right. yeah. So we totally spent cool. about uh, about six minutes on three and a half minute songs. <laughs> Nailed it. We we can. I could. I, we could probably. I'm sure I could find someone that has a podcast about this. Slam a guitar solo in there just to make it go a little longer. So a little stairway <laughs> to heaven because I'm sure that would get us in trouble. Well, I can pull up my guitar if you want me to. It, yeah. No, you can just. No, no. So you got to play it on the kazoo because I want to hear you play kazoo. <laughs> I can't. I can't play a kazoo. <laughs> this, this kazoo is this kazoo is faulty. That's uh, another story for another day. That's an ID10T error. That, yes, it's definitely a, <laughs> a problem between the, the, the <laughs> micro- <laughs> microphone and the chair I was sitting in, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I forgot that was about fun. the kazoo episode. You know what? I wasn't the only one. <laughs> no, you weren't. That's what, <laughs> that's what floored That doesn't me. make it better. That, is that doesn't make it better. It's like, can one you guy saying three out of four people not liking fish, and then three out of four people not being able to play the kazoo. Exactly. <laughs> one guy saying, I, my kazoo is broken. I'm like, okay, whatever. Four guys saying their kazoos are broken. It's like, um, is this like a, this is like the Twilight Zone now. <laughs> That's a I mathematical mean, impossibility. It was like it was like one of those bags, like you, you, two bucks for fifty kazoo's from China somewhere. Like, there's a good chance they're all broken. Like, there's a possibility they're all broken. No, they, they weren't broken. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> well, you all just missed, missed that music lesson in preschool. That's all. It could have had to do with the, the VA levels too. In the, in the I mean, system. that probably oh didn't for help. sure. Oh yeah, that didn't help for sure. <laughs> Pretty funny. Anyway, or, or none of us had ever actually played it because we realized that maybe we just thought we had no ba- no band kids in there. I guess uh, we we did the recorder, not kazoo so much. I guess ah whatever. Who cares? Anyway, let's uh, let's talk about something that's related to bolt action yeah. for a moment, for if a couple we, if moments. We dare. If, we if, dare. We, if we dare, if we if we must, uh, let's talk about the new book that just came out that came with a little cool bear dude, mm, uh, bear the dude. campaign Italy tough gut. Like they they eat glass and nails and have a tough gut. I don't think that's exactly how. It went, I think that's but pretty close. They, did they drink some Pepto in there? Maybe they might have wanted to. Some we might want to by the end of this. Oh, for sure. I mean, I already do. The, the rules discussion alone was enough to seek out some tums. All right, let's talk about it. Let's start where it goes. This is a this is a big ass book again, isn't it? it Seems pretty hefty. It's when pretty I thick, it up. yeah. Uh, 175 pages. Nice. Sweet. 
probably about 30 of which could just be covered in a generic PDF because they keep including it into all the other books, but that's fine. Well, <laughs> no one else may, may This may be the first book someone has. That's true, but again, why not take all that stuff that you're repeating all the time and just... Oh, shit, this book, this book has my favorite thing about not having the book that you previously had. We'll get uh, to that in a second. Yeah, that's one of my talking points, too. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my favorites. Anyway, all right, let's uh, let's right, talk. Well, well, can, Jeff, can you kick us off on the yeah. history behind uh, the book? Sure. Wait, behind the book or behind the campaign it covers? Behind the campaign. <laughs> Good. Good. I don't want to cover the whole history of the book because I don't know it. Um, okay, so for anyone unfamiliar with how World War II in the Mediterranean goes, the war in North Africa wraps up, and I believe this is post-Sicily for this book as well. We invade Sicily. Patton and uh, Montgomery have a little race around Sicily. Patton wins, and it also more or less costs him his job because, you know, that's how things go. There's that thing with the kid. There's all things with the kid, right? All right. So now, um, uh, in a historical context, Russia, uh, excuse me, the Soviet Union at this time, is kind of just really reaming the other allies because they really desperately want us to open up a second front, Right. They're like, um, we want to take some pressure off the Eastern Front. We want the Germans to have to put some forces somewhere else in Europe, anywhere. Uh, and so we open up with an invasion of Italy. This is uh, early 44. I don't know the exact date. 43, here. I Or think. 43, yeah, sorry. Yep. Yeah, early 43 yep. to mid-44. So after after they've um, finished up Africa. Correct. Yeah. And... Um, MOA is in here a lot, which is Mediterranean Operating Area. Is that what they have in here? Uh, MTO. MTO. Yeah. Mediterranean there Theater of Operations. Theater Operations. Right. There we go. That's the acronym. Right. So um, from Sicily to Italy, and there's a real, really, I forget the name of the strait, but it's, it's. I mean, you could probably lob an artillery shell across it. It's a real narrow channel. So they invade the boot. You start moving up the boot, and... The southern part of the boot is some tough fighting, but not the end of the world. But the farther north you go in Italy, the more mountains you run into. Um, and so the train really starts favoring the defender. And there's a number of heavily defended, uh, we call them defended lines here, that the uh, Italians and the Germans have set up to just try to slow us down. And the Gustav line. You know, the Gustav line. The, Gustav, there you yeah, go. Sorry, the Gothic line. Uh, a couple others in there. Um, so the Allies are going to... So this book is going to cover the Allied campaign driving north uh, all the way through the Anzio landings. And then more or less... I think this goes more or less towards the end of the war because, you know, Italy... The northern part of Italy remained in Axis control at the end of the war. Yeah, this this gets to the point where um, Italy does surrender. Well, I mean, Italy surrenders early in the invasion. Yeah, uh, yeah, Italy because they it's uh, we'll talk about units for the Allied Italy forces. Yeah, there's the Allied Italian forces for the Allies, and there's the I believe it's the RSI, which is um, the leftover fascist Mussolini supporting part of the Italian military that's yep, that's RSI still fighting with the Germans to the end. Um, yeah, we'll get into. Sorry, it's very hard for me to talk about that when I'm. Mentioning an army list for it, so we're just going to leave that for now. <clears throat> but anyway, so that's the campaign you're looking at. So from the start of the invasion of mainland Italy, more or less to the end of the war, I would suspect that there will not be another book in this series uh, as far as the Italian campaign goes, because I think this covers basically everything. Yeah. Yep. 
I'd agree with that. Okay. So yeah, that's that's so, the the very high level background of what this book is covering. Um, I will. I'm going to throw in this in here and editorialize a bit. The history part of it's really good, right? I really like it. It's well researched to the best of my knowledge. It's very well researched. It's laid out in a format that makes sense, right? This is a good read. So mm-hmm. in the old days, we'd call this fluff because you know it was made up, but this is actual history. The fluff is right, excellent. So- the history in here is really good, as far as I can tell. Maps are good. Again, maps the are same, awesome. Same, same maps you find Osprey with the same symbols we learned how to read a few years ago. Well, I mean, we tried to. I mean, I'm still pretty bad at it. To. But yeah, they they're still just boxes and arrows. I presume they mean stuff. exactly. But I mean, I mean, this is really well done. The maps are great. The talking about how the battles, you know, are happening, what the result of them is, what's going on, who's involved. It's it's really good. To the, I mean, there may be somebody that's more of a. Uh, rivet counter than I am that would say something something isn't correct in here but I doubt it because this looks really well researched so kudos to the author for that looks really good so and then they've got 10 different scenarios in here which is lighter than a lot of them have been yeah it's a little little lighter but they're I think it's hitting all the big battles anyone knows about Italy Yep. I mean let's be honest um, we don't really talk about the Italian campaign that much in history World no. War II? Well, no. we, not over here in the not US. Not in the U.S. at least. Um, it, might be covered in Italy a lot. Yeah, it might be. I, I couldn't know. answer that. If there's an Italian listener out there that could tell us, that'd be great. But um, Or maybe it's covered in Poland because the Poles play a very big part of this. Or the Brits. Um, you know. So. The British were everywhere, man. They, they, well, yeah. I mean. <laughs> literally. So, and, and like Jeff said, the scenarios are... They're really good at telling the story. Yes. And usually when I go through books like this, I'm trying to get scenario ideas like to work into. I'm trying to get table ideas to, to build tables for. And now, granted, I have an exorbitant amount of terrain mm-hmm. in my particular collection. And I could set up a good majority of these, even including the ones that have railways and a ridiculous amount of bomb craters. Yep. I don't know how the average collector is going to be able to replicate to any degree of accuracy the scenarios and the tables they have laid out. They're they're beautiful scenarios, but you're right. With the amount of terrain that it is involved in some of these, uh, you're going to just have to get creative. Um, you know, using cardboard boxes and beer cans and cut out your cereal stuff yep. and, and make it to, if you want to do these. Which and also, I found them really tough to read as far as setting up the forces because a good majority of them are multiplayer, multinational scenarios, which is relatively new. I mean, they've had a couple smattering here and there in other books, but this almost every one of them is also multiplayer and multi-force and multi-confusing. Yeah. I mean, they're they're leaning into the historical accuracy of the scenario. You know, so like sure. you're going to see, yep. mo- yeah, like Pat said, you're going to see multiple uh, units, and then there's going to be specific things that you have to take or or get access to. You know, yep. so that's uh, it's really good for history. Like if if your jam is picking up a campaign book and playing the historical campaign to get a you know for fun or to get an idea to teach the history of it, or just because you really like to reenact it, this book's fantastic. Yeah, right. It's really, really good with scenario, history and scenarios. So, you know, massive thumbs up for me on that. 
Yep, and they do a lot of... You have to do a lot of page flipping back and forth when they're talking about the forces. You do. Uh, in fact, I think there's even a couple that you have to go back to Soft Underbelly to see some of the forces in there. Yeah, that's... Particularly when oh, we get into the theaters. Go. That's less fun in the theater part of it, but yeah, that, that does exist. Isn't that where they say, so. though, that if you don't have this book, just use this other thing? I didn't see where they said that. No. And a lot of them are, I guess, you can you can pick from this, this, or this from this book. Yeah. I mean, so they, they, they do kind of cover it. But when we get into the we'll, we'll, we'll high level on the, on the theaters, because everyone's going nuts right now and wants to hear about the new units, but <laughs> we're, 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 doing, we're doing a full review here, guys, yeah. so... I want to give it this, this due diligence. And a lot of the theaters, when you get into it, are pulling units that aren't in this book that are in Italy and some other books. Which, for me, is kind of like, okay, well, for me, I have all the books because I'm an idiot and I collect these yeah. things. And I'm a little OCD on that. Yeah. Not everyone's going to do that. So from that viewpoint, it's kind of unfair to do that. Yeah. But if you're, a, like Jeff said, if you're doing these scenarios for learning purposes and you know learning and, and, and actually playing through what the war is, you probably already have soft underbelly, so you're probably fine. Yep. So it's, it, I think it's going to, we'll get down to it and we'll, we'll get a final review at the end, but I think this is, um, if you get this one, get the other one too. It just makes sense to do the whole thing. Yeah. So yep. treat them as a two-parter. I mean, like the D-Day books, they split up in three and while they say they split them up, you know, the Overlord, the U.S. Sectors, and the British Canadian, a lot of the other stuff, and we see this too, are units that aren't, you wouldn't normally think would be getting new units. That, yeah. Like, uh, in the U.S. Sectors, British got a lot of great units. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Canadian Sectors, U.S. got a lot of great units, yeah. you know? So. That's kind of going to be a theme here, too. I hate to say it, but it is. I mean. It's not uncommon for the books either. No. No, it's not. But and is that okay? Probably. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I'm, I'm just checking here. I think scenarios and playing through everything and the history covers the first, like, 70 pages of the book, so. Yep. Oh, and I, I will say, I want to point out, scenario nine is called It's a Trap. It's a Trap. And if you can't see Admiral Ackbar's head, then, <laughs> well, sure. I'm sorry. And it's, it's also relatively, again, a lot of these are very much, I'm, they're complicated as far as scenarios go. Like, mm-hmm. I've read through the one, and I'm like, what in the hell did I just read? And had to read through it again to try and understand, okay, so, like, you know, the one, is, it's a trap, has got German forces, create a 750. Oh, but then also you're adding snipers everywhere, and you're adding all these uh, machine gun nests, and you've got a t- trench system. Like, holy crap, what's going on here? Um, do I, how many, I got a trench system. How many do I need? This is this is definitely one where you're you're like putting this together ahead of time. You know? Yeah, you're 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 letting everyone know. Hey, next next uh, first Saturday next month, we're doing this at my place. Yeah. I'll have it set up. Come on over. Yeah, this isn't one you like walk into the. Club. You're not walking to a tournament. <laughs> to play. Yeah, no, this is not tournament stuff. This is not walking. It's not even pickup game at the club, really. This is no, it's, planned ahead. Exactly. Read the scenario like front and back a few times, you know, and then be ready for it. Which there's a lot of guys that play bolt action that way, right? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, we we did for a long we time. We did, yeah. 
So and we maybe we should be doing that again. Yeah. And I got to It was fine. Yeah, it was. I, and it, it was. And I got to say that when they put the pictures in here, you know, the, I mean, there's like a full spread 70 to 71 there. I get a kick out of it because I recognize all this terrain now. Like, I, Oh, sure. From your travels? Well, no. I mean, <laughs> oh. I meant the actual miniatures terrain. The, the oh, kits, sure. Right? Like, I know yep. all these Sarissa kits because this, this, this spread is all Sarissa kits, which is cool. So I'm like, hey, you could recreate this. You could actually, I know exactly where you could buy this, and it's probably. Well, is that literally like the centerfold? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Should have a, should have a, a third leaf uh, fold out. We keep Dude, telling her to do that. That's expensive. Yes, it we is. do. Well, if they cut out the 30 pages or so that they're repeating from another yeah, campaign even book. A page is cheap. Adding a different page cut is not cheap. Okay. Well, that's look, my man. I just want a centerfold. I want to turn it sideways. I want the thing to fold down. And with my magazines, it's pretty ladies. It's it's bolt action. I want a campaign map. Yeah. Right. There's probably young people out there that have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. So that's okay. <laughs> we didn't always have the internet, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with um, I like the troop movements and. You know, formations and, you know, I mean, remember all the old Civil War books and shit like that, all the maps and, mm-hmm. you know, the different cavalry units coming in and, you know, their advancement and pushing on the line. And yeah, that stuff always fascinated me. Something sweet like that would be, would be a great addition to these. So, yep. yeah. So that's our, my thousand foot overview of the history and the scenarios. Excellent. I like them. Well done. You're going to read them more than once. Especially if you plan on playing any of yep. them. But yeah. Kind of like a tournament pack. <laughs> yeah, you should read that more than once, too. Actually, you know what? I'd be happy for read once, it. Right? <laughs> just once. Just read it once. That's all I'm looking for. Yeah, so it goes. All right, so what everyone wants to hear about, should we go into that? Yeah, I think we've we've swirled the tip enough. Let's go in for the unions. Without further gilding the lily. Uh, the, the the new units begin on page 73, and they start with British and the Commonwealth This units. is my shocked Pikachu face by that. Right. Uh, so they start with headquarter units for New Zealand slash Maori. So there's two different options here. Uh, you've got a second lieutenant. So the, the points are the same for either. Um, when you get down to the special rules, it's very differentiating between the two different officers. Second lieutenant for 60 points at regular, 75 for veteran. You can also be a first lieutenant for 85, 100 veteran. Captain 110, up to 125. Major 150 and 165 at veteran. So no inexperienced options here. Catch me if I'm wrong, Pat. I feel like that lieutenant cost is 10 points more than normal. But I think it but is. the veteran feels like the same. Uh, What is a veteran? Veteran is seven. Veteran, I think, is 75, yeah. Yeah, I might be wrong about right. that, but I feel like that's correct. I feel like that is correct as well. Rick, do you got Easy Army open? Can you check that for us? No, guess not. Okay. Um, and then you can add up to two accompanying officers. Soldiers. Soldiers. Accompanying soldiers. Um, as depicted on the models, um, the officers, uh, so 10 points for regular or 13 points for veteran. That's standard. 
at standard. Um, so if you take the Maori, they can have the formable fighters, which is a characteristic for that particular type units, uh, which we'll hear about later. But basically, they get, um, I think it's toughest boots and up and atom. Okay. Those are good rules. Or, yep. Um, if you take them as a New Zealand officer, they get steadfast under fire, which is uh, also applies to the other New Zealand selections in here, which is basically you are having the pins from an HE. Oh, that's useful. Yep. And then both of them come with superb junior officers. So the first and second lieutenants have a morale bonus of range 12. But the snapped action stays at 6. Oh, well, the morale bonus of 12 is still pretty nice. Yeah, that could be good. So. I suppose if the snapped action was 12 as well, they'd have to cost a little more. Well, so, so that's why the second lieutenant... Second lieutenant, regular, 60 points, 75 veteran. Mm-hmm. First lieutenant's 85 and 100 veterans. So I think I think that's actually the 10 points is for that, the two rules that they get. Yeah, that makes sense, I suppose. So, and then adding the, the accompanying soldiers is regular mm-hmm. costed. So. Yeah, still, solid. I like those rules. It's solid. I could totally see playing one of those if I was playing a British or Commonwealth Army. So and then uh, and then they go into they go into uh, infantry squads and teams. Yep. So the first one is the New Zealand infantry. Uh, so standard costing standard unit size for British, and you can add up to five. So so standard sizing um, NCO and two men. So you can get three SMGs if you like those. You can get two. LMGs, sure. Uh, and of course, if you want, if you like anti-tank grenades, that options in there too. It exists, yeah. Um, so these guys, as I'm reading the little green box, because they like to put <coughs> rules in the green box there. Um, they don't get the normal army rules; they get their only their specific unit rules, right? Is that what I'm reading here? That is correct. In fact, they say that more than once. Yep. Okay. So since these guys are New Zealand, they get the steadfast under fire, but they don't get whatever you're. Normal British Army special rules are so. Yep. Okay. So and then to actually find those special rules, you have to go to a different section. Yeah. As side note, because I know someone's asking themselves this right now, both of these do are usable in a generic reinforced platoon. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, in fact, everything in this book, in fact, is. Does it specify that clearly? Okay. Yeah, it's really clear about that. Yep. And then they also uh, they also added uh, additional theaters and stuff that are there. Yep. So there. So, yeah. So the special the armor special rules are back in one eighteen and one nineteen. Yep. So steadfast inner fire after rolling the number of pins caused by he have the number of pins rounding down. Yep. Which you know, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, for for not paying any points. So, but again, you if you add them into a standard British. Army, they're not getting the, the army special rule. They have to take this yep. one. So that I'm, I'm actually okay with that. That's that's pretty standard, I would think. Okay, yep. flipping the page, we've got a. I've got a corner of a fruit snack bag. Apparently, my daughter was throwing that <laughs> around. Apparently, she liked this page for well, some reason. Well, I mean, it's a good page. It's okay. Well, yeah, this one's fine. 
Uh, so go ahead, Jeff. Why don't you well, the Maori Infantry Section. Yep. Um, yeah. So let's let's see here. Uh, regular fifty points for the five men. So standard costings. Uh, you can get um, five additionals in the squad, so you can round it up to ten. You can have the NCO one up to four men with SMGs, so that's a solid number of SMGs if you want to go that way. You can get two LMGs in there, which is nice. You can take the anti-tank grenades if you want. And then you get the uh, formidable fighters, which we talked about earlier. And tank hunter if you take the anti-tank grenades. So that's, you know, I mean, that's a solid unit right there. I'm... I'm pretty happy with that. Let me just double check, make sure I have the right two rules for formidable tank. Oh yeah, no worries. Formidable fighters, just because it's not in my brain. Uh, okay, blood curdling charge and tough as boots. Blood curdling. So that's oh, the yeah. that's the one that they can't shoot at you when you charge yep. them. And tough as boots is the extra attack. Yep, uh, same as rapid fire. So you get for every every three, okay. you get an extra one, and they can come from anywhere in the unit. So if you throw a couple of SMGs in there, you can take those extra attacks from the SMG to make them. Tough fighter, fighter attacks. attacks, yeah, that's really solid. Yeah, that's the melee version of that. So. Yep. Yeah, that's a really that's really solid. Uh, yeah, so the, 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 I guess, so now if we look back at to Duel in the Sun uh, look at way the back. Power entry there. Way Get back. The way back machine. So they are the Maori infantry section are one point more, but they add the up and atom special oh, rule. Oh god, that's really good in that combo. It is. So and just because it's coming up now, I'm going to go ahead and hop to one of my flag sections here because I actually highlighted and flagged this one because there was some important stuff I was jumping. All right. On. So uh, on one eighteen under national characteristics. Uh, as a rule of thumb, all Commonwealth and British armies choose from this book do not benefit from the normal char- normal char- from normal national characteristics, nor do any individual units chosen from this book as part of other armies. Yep. So whatever book you take them from, that's the rules they have. Don't expect them to come out of here and go into there with changes. Don't expect them to come out of the other source and come into this and have changes. And if you're playing somebody that's hodgepodge them from three different books, just Take an aspirin, have, and then you know make sure sh- have the entry, yeah, and make sure they have they're playing each unit correctly. Yeah. So. So I do like that they actually bothered to put that sentence. Yeah, in I'm there. super happy they put that in there. I mean, again, I feel like we're getting bogged down with paperwork with having the same named units having different rules, but I'm glad that they're clarified that you know how that's going to be at least. So. The stuff from this book and the points that they're pointed at and the rules that they have. Are the units out of this book exactly? And so, so you could technically, God help me, if someone does this, have two different Maori Maori infantry sections: yeah. one from this book at the basically the ten points per man, and one from the Duel in the Sun at eleven points per man. And they would have one wouldn't have the up and yeah. atom. So, and but they'd be cheaper. So. Correct. In here, they're cheaper without without having it. Yes. Yep. So. <clears throat> bookkeeping and again if you're going to a tournament or just playing in general you should really have the source material for the armies that you're playing yes at, in case there's a and question and be very clear with your opponent which units which yep please <laughs> that's not a that's not a may that's a must be be clear with your opponent which units which so okay <clears throat> what else we got in this book we can't have anything else that's fun right 
Uh, well. Oh wait, yes we do. Wait, yeah we do. Uh, we've got the Indian Indian Infantry section. Not to be confused with the other Indian Infantry section that gets extra tanks with, it? or the one that gets a free that squad. Extra, one that gets a free squad. So that's that's a that's a whole different army in and of itself that does that. Uh, this one's just the unit, uh, and they are standard costed. Mm-hmm. Um, standard cost, standard size for regular. Uh, but yeah, they also have veteran options too. Uh, again, the NCO and two for SMGs, two LMG sections. Not that you'd ever take an LMG, but that's fine. Yep. Anti tank grenades, in case you like those. Oh. May benefit from mounted warrior special rules for plus one per man. What the hell is that? We've seen this before Ooh. in Soft Underbelly. Uh, it basically you can you can pass impassable terrain if you want to spend several rounds doing it. If okay. You're, if you're so, uh, so, yeah, it's really weird. Um, let's let's see if we can find the entry here. The mounted warrior? No, not mounted. Mountain. The mounted? That's oh, mountain. Oh, that's not the mountain. same. That is not. I was just. <laughs> I'm like, are they are they burrows or something that's getting them over those mountains? That impossible terrain. This guy's mountain. Really mountain. Mountain. Hang on. This this one was a tricky one to actually track down. One of my several tabs that I have in here, which is ridiculous. There's like a whole ass paragraph explaining the rule here. That's great. Do you have it? Well, it's it's in the special rules here on the page seventy four. Yeah, it's literally under the unit okay. entry. Okay, right, good. <laughs> so they have blood curdling charge, okay. which is nice. Uh, and then the mountain warrior, if taken, mind you, have to pay a point for it. Indian infantry section can scale mountains or hilly impassable terrain. To do this, they must start their turn adjacent to an impassable terrain piece. Uh, they are given the run order, and the squad is placed on top of the mountain or hill. If the terrain piece is higher than six inches, it takes them two turns. At the end of the first turn, whatever, just notes the first turn, and the start of the next turn before the dice are pulled, they are placed on top, leaving the run order next to them. In addition, mountain warriors may make a run move through rough ground this run move is reduced to a maximum of nine inches. There's your there's your golden ticket. Ah, okay. So uh, we we saw this in the last book, where someone was able to uh, actually go. Now you, rough ground you can charge through. Hmm. Okay. Nice, not deal breaker. Um, Could be useful situationally, I think. That's that's yeah. what I was thinking. 100% situational. Yeah. Particular scenarios in this book that have a lot of terrain in them that could be really good. Yeah, agreed. And another uh, gotcha sort of yeah. thing. Surprise. <laughs> yep. Oh, wait, no, that's rough ground. It's only six inches. Aha, I've got three more. That's right. Oh, wow. Okay. Man, I can go nine inches. All right, now here we go. Let's push Pat's buttons in the next Hooray. one. Uh, Jeff, why don't you go ahead and <clears throat> read it again? Yeah, okay, give me a second here. i got to center myself so I don't say anything either. Uh, Gurkha Infantry Section, MTO, 41 through 45. Uh, just for the record, what I'm about to read you is used in the generic reinforced platoon as well. So, Because we said everything was. Veterans, Infantry, 75 points for five burrows. You can add five more for 15 points each. NCO and two men can have SMGs. You can have two LMGs in there. Uh, you can give mana tank grenades. 
The entire section can have mountain mounted mountain warriors. Special rule for one point per man. So sixteen points per. Yeah, so, yeah, surprise. They could also go nine inch, nine inches. All right, special rules. Tough fighters. I'm okay with that. An intimidating foe. Uh, the legend of the Kukri 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 wielding yep. Gurkhas had spread far and wide through the ranks of the enemies. Units fighting in close combat with the Gurkhas treat draws in close quarters as defeats. We'll come back yep. to that. They have blood curdling charge. They have mountain war mounted warriors if taken, and they have tank hunter if you take the anti tank grenades. So remind me, what does blood curdling charge do? One more time, Pat. That's they can't. You can't be can't shot shoot at, at him when they charge somebody. Got to do an ambush. Yep. But <laughs> be an ambush. Since I'm assuming these guys don't benefit from the national characteristics of your British list, they don't. So they cannot have up and at him. Correct. Well, that's a start. They are tough fighters, which is what I think Gurkha should have been in the first place. But well, that's they are. Yep, that's my thing. <clears throat> the the Gurkhas out of out of their base book. Uh, they don't have the uh, the whole having the attacks thing. They do not have the having the attacks thing, which is a stupid rule. It shouldn't exist. But it does. But it does. But not in this book. Yeah, yeah. the psychic scream or whatever the hell they Yes, Because <laughs> they don't have a psychic scream. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so I'm just going to say it before Pat launches into his deal. As a non-British player, I think <laughs> this unit is balanced and appropriately costed. So that's my take on them. They're a good unit that's balanced and appropriately costed. Pat, as a British player, how do you feel about this unit? These blow, man. They cost an extra point. <laughs> and they're not as good. And they're not as good. So I don't get my... Uh, oh, what is what is the special rule? It's because I want to know it. Uh, scary yeah. Blighters. I love my Scary Blighters. Yeah. And everyone should that has access to it should love Scary Blighters. I can understand why you would. And I know, you know, everyone takes the British Army and they do the up and at them. I usually do the blood curdling charge personally because I've been accustomed to playing Jesse and his merry SMG bands. Oh, yeah. And not taking 14 SMG shots coming in is, is great. Yeah. So, um, the, the question I have, and the question I sent to Warlord, which made them go, oh, fuck, I don't know. Um, so, say... The Gurkhas are in close combat with fanatics. Yes. These Gurkhas? These Gurkhas or the... the these Gurkhas. These Gurkhas okay, These Gurkhas here. And they win. Well, now the fanatics say that they treat it as a draw. But now this formidable fighter says that they treat draws as wins. So whose special rule goes first? Yeah, I don't know. So if it is the fact that if they're if they're in combat with fanatics and they win, which the fanatics flip to a draw and they say, Well my draws are wins and they win, then I'm okay with this. Yeah. But I'm gonna go with the under the the umbrella of the same reason the Japanese don't need to take a test for a flamethrower, saying that they're probably gonna be immune to this. And you that and this will only work in normal combat when you draw. Well, I, I asked Warlord, and they said, "No, no, no! Let me reach up the chain." I haven't heard anything in over. Yeah. A, that's so. a big chain to go up. 
So if the chain goes up to the guy that made the flamethrower ruling, I'm going to guess Japanese are immune to this. If it goes up the chain to anybody else, I'm guessing the Gurkhas are always going to win that. Well, assuming they well, win the fight. Yeah, I mean, yes. Let's see. The flamethrower rule is in the main rule book, and fanatic is in yep. the main rule book. Yep. Um, yep. This rule is in campaign book. Yep. Don't the campaign books overrule generic rules in the big in the big book? No. Okay. All right. I'm Which sorry. I'm is, thinking of yeah. like expansion board game design and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I've, they don't. They don't. They don't say that. I mean, we've got forty pages of FAQ to read yeah. through, and I, being that the last one came out what now a year ago, I fully expect one to be hitting any freaking day now, especially with the introduction of I, this. And I expect them to change. Deeply love your optimism. Yeah. How would you? Well, I guess you would just have to put in however it interacts with fanatics. You keep the rule exactly the same. What you'd have to yeah. Put, yeah. Yep. Well, my fear is that they. Errata, the other Gurkha entry to put the special rule in instead of scary. Play. I don't think they're going to do that. I really don't want them to do that. As a British player, I don't. No. Now, <laughs> do I think that? Ba- do, like I said, I think this unit's far more points wise balanced, and and that's because I think scary blighter is is a bullshit rule. Um, but that's me, right? Yeah, but it's a pretty significant nerf. That would be a tremendous nerf, but. It's not like they're going to be overcosted. <laughs> no, that because they were getting no. it for free. <laughs> so they're getting. So basically, they're paying. So if they're at thirteen, and the other units are base costed, getting one special rule that isn't being paid for. So the, that would then they're also not using the national characteristics. So that would say the blood curling charge would be baked in. So they're paying a point each for tough fighter and the intimidating yep. foe. Yeah. Now that being said. 16-point Gurkhas that can charge through rough ground 9 inches is also kind it's of also pretty hot, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Gurkhas, well, especially if they had the Scary Blighter rule. Um, be even worse. That would be... Blend, blend, blend to your heart's yeah, that content. that would be just friggin' awful. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you, get at, you get outsized um, return because they're so good in combat anyways. Um, but, you know, I mean, how often were they going to draw? But that really, that... One rule where you're like scary blighter, very little. Right, but that one time you do draw, it's like ha ha. ha. <laughs> in, in any event, um, I'm trying to think. Could you? Could it be that this is how they're going to rule it? Because it's the worst way to rule it. Actually, that's not fair. They they get some of these right. <laughs> um, if it's a loss, um, the fanatic rule kicks in, and then it's a draw, and you keep going. But if it's a draw. Like it's a natural draw, and that counts draw. as a win. Oh God! So I can absolutely see him do saying that, but I, that's not the best way to do it. But I could see him saying that. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to communicate. So it's not the best you way to do it, but they do the both. Introduce the word "natural" in there, and then people have to figure out what the hell does that like actually a natural mean? twenty. So right. yeah, okay, a nat nat twenty, a nat draw versus a nat loss. So anyway, I'm just gonna say, it. I think this unit's. Finally, Gurkha's balanced rule-wise and point-wise, um, but they're significantly... scary. Losing Scary Blighter is a significant nerf to any Gurkha unit. We'll just say that. Oh, yeah. And we're going to wait for a fact on the interaction of their special rule and Fnatic. Hooray. I'm not going to hold my breath on this one. 
I mean, how how do you how do you how do you play that in the meantime? Um, I take the ones out of the main British rule. Yeah, that's how you play it in the meantime. Yep. Um. Yeah. Of course, because you could take those in a generic or in a reinforced platoon. So. And they're cheaper. So why yep. wouldn't you? Well, you better be able to. And they're the base British. Yeah, book they're cheaper and they're better. Yeah. So yep. no. Yeah. I, and that's a that's actually that's actually the point. No one's going to take these Gurkhas when the others exist. No one's going to take them outside of specific scenarios. Yeah. Or if you know you're going to play on a table that's all mountainous terrain, maybe you take these guys. Maybe. But maybe um, possible foreshadowing of what's to come with these. So. Yeah, maybe. All right. Which terrifies me. No play way. play your Gurkhas while you got them. All right. Let's go find some Canucks. Uh yeah, so we've got uh, we've got the Canadian infantry section, which is great because uh, now the British can have Canadian infantry and don't have to play the Canadian list. I guess, I guess. Okay, uh, this is the first time they get all three levels experience though. Again, standard four men plus five, uh, five men plus five. Um, okay, so they can. Inexperienced in regular sections can replace the NCO in one other man's rifle for an SMG. Veterans can replace the NCO in two other rifles. For SMGs. For okay, SMGs. cool. You can take... Inexperienced and regular can have one LMG. Veterans can have two. No one's going to take those. Tire squad can have anti-tank grenades. Section uh, can be stubborn. That's pretty that's cool. That's pretty cool. Even yeah. inexperienced guys can be stubborn. Uh, make a regular veteran infantry a van do. That would be the uh, French Canadian uh, Royal Twenty Second Regiment, yep. which which would give them the Esprit de Corps, de Corps, de Corps, Esprit de Corps, yeah. which basically is uh, they can do D two pins instead of one when they pass an order test. Okay, cool. And they and that gives them stubborn. Oh no, 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 uh, never mind, no. No, they can't take, take stubborn, stubborn if they can't do that. Take stubborn, son of a bitch. Yeah. So it's whatever. And they their standard rules are tough as old boots. That's that's the one they get. Okay, well, that's cool. Yep. I mean, if you want to play Canadians inside the camp theater campaign, like if you want to have a unit of Canadians in your army rather than taking a whole Canadian army, cool. And it took a lot to find that special rule to actually look it yeah, up. I bet. By the way, it wasn't just it wasn't just really quick and easy. So I made sure. I'm yeah. I was gonna... Oh, it's, that's the D two pins. Yeah. Okay, that's the D two yeah. pins. That's neat. That's meh. Okay. All right. I'm going to go to a unit. I was excited to see what they would do with here, and that's the Polish. Oh boy. The Polish. I was. The Poles did a lot of like, a lot of hard fighting in this campaign. They had a bear. And they had a bear. Um, I was very excited to see, I, honestly, I'm going to just say this, I thought Poland might get its own sub-army section in here. No, Or some options to add to their Polish army. Yeah, no such luck. Right. However, we did get the Polish infantry section, so 55 points regular, so 11 points a man instead of 10 points a man. Uh, yep. Let's see, can add five more guys for 11 points each. NCO and two guys can have SMGs, okay. Regular sections can have one light machine gun. Veterans can have two light machine guns. Could give mana tank grenades. That's it for their that. Special rules up and at them. Okay, cool. We like that. Wild geese. The Poles called themselves wild geese because they're fighting for their homeland so far from home. When taking order tests, Polish infantry sections ignore a pin. 
If he only has one pin, they still have to take their order test. But ignoring a pin's cool. I don't know if that's... A point cool? I don't cool? know if it's a point cool, but it's cool. All right. Well, and then, of course, the up and atom is the, you know, they're... They're, they're going to make their charge their, regardless. Their, their national characteristic is that, regardless of what the rest of the yeah. army is. So that's common with all these other ones we've yep. been talking about. Um, I don't know, number of times I've failed an order test by one. I mean, I fail order tests by, like, usually by two or three, but by one fairly often, oh, too. Wow. So okay. that sure. part's cool. It's cool. I just... It's, it's flavor. It's flavor. I would have liked, I don't know, something more, but we'll take what we can get. I would like them to be available in the Polish yeah, Army. that, too. Uh, doubly so for the next unit. Triply so for the next unit. Polish commando subsection. Hmm, nice. Only veterans, 85 for five men. Can add four more at 17 points each. Uh, they got to have some juicy stuff hope coming. So. Anybody can have an SMG. That's cool for two, for That's two cool. points. Uh, any man can be equipped with a pistol in addition to other weapons for one point. So if you just want to get that tough fighter going, except we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, any man equipped with an SMG may be equipped with a suppressed Sten gun, Mark II, for two points per weapon. Uh, only one Polish commando subsection in a reinforced platoon may be equipped with a suppressed stun gun, Mark II. Sten gun, Mark IIs. Oh, dude, they almost had a stun gun? That would have been awesome. Cool. One guy can have an... To be fair, bullet's pretty good at stunning is, people. Yeah. One guy can have an LMG. I don't know why you would. Uh, you can give anti-tank grenades, or you can give them demolition charges at three points per man. So if something's just got to get it. blown up, you can do it. Three points per man, that's ridiculous. Okay. But, okay. Special rules. There are tough fighters, so I don't know why you'd give them pistols unless you just really like the idea of them looking cool as hell with pistols. But, yeah, so the tough fighter standard. Um, I hate that word. Acanacarophobia training. <laughs> So this one is a long entry, uh, but basically it says that they can move through rough ground for nine yep. inches. Behind enemy lines. Uh, that's the outflank. You don't suffer the minus yep. one. Masters of Concealment. I don't know this one. All right. So Masters of Concealment. Uh, when hidden, uh, they have the following ability. The infantry and artillery units. Uh, so infantry and artillery have to move in six to discover them. Units with recce... Use of recce troops have to spot them at 12 rather than 18. Um, enemy recce movements, 6 inches rather than the 12. Any other enemy vehicle unit within 3 inches of the command. Of the cool, commandos. so if they're hidden, you got to step on them to find them. Basically, yeah. yes. Uh, they get up and at them. Cool. Which is always going to yep. make they the charge. They get demo charges if they have them. They get tank hunter if they take those. All right, suppressed weapons. If the subsection is equipped... With the suppressed Sten Gun Mark IIs, units firing suppressed weapons that are hidden remain hidden if only suppressed weapons are fired. In addition, when the unit fires at night with suppressed weapons, do not put muzzle flash markers on it. That's if you're playing Dawn Attack yeah. scenarios. So if you can get these guys out someplace into some good hard cover and start them hidden, uh, you are literally going to have to step on them to get rid of that hidden marker. And with that, with, with that hidden marker, you are not going to uh, Not a chance in hell. So, 12 inches. That's no, a 12-inch bubble you don't want to get anywhere near. What are the stats on the stun gun? 
It's just it's just an SMG. So it gets yeah. two shots at twelve inches. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Or, uh, no, it's the Bren gun. The Bren gun's the LMG. The Sten gun is SMG. The SMG. SMG. Yeah. Um, and how much more is the Sten gun? The suppressed Sten gun. So it costs two points to get the SMG. Yeah. And then two more points to make it a suppressed one. Uh, so you have to buy the SMG and suppression. Yeah. So four. Well, I mean, so it's twenty-one points each then. Correct. But that's a lot of really good rules for twenty-one points. Do so they, they don't? They do not have advanced deployment. Mm, okay. No. 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 So the hidden is a minus four soft cover, minus five hard hard cover right. to hit. So you are not. You're not hitting them while they're hidden. I mean, that's just a that's a twelve-inch bubble of do not don't t- tread on me. <laughs> So this this is one that you know in a deployment scenario, you're getting them as far up as you can in cover. Um, what what I don't like is that the that the crossover their special rules, with they benefit from cover, but they also have the behind enemy lines thing that you're paying yeah. for. It's like, uh, yeah, you're paying. Yeah, no. well, you're paying for these guys to be able to do whatever you want them to do on your list. I mean, you yeah. you don't have to give them the suppressed den guns then. If you're going to have them outflank, is my thinking. If you take three units of these guys, one of them has the suppressed guns. Only one of them can have them anyway, and they're going to be the ones that sit right. on your objective and near your deployment zone. And the other two can do the outflanking crap and charge stuff with their up and at them and smoke things. Yep. I'll just be clear that the the arachnid training is also the same mountaineering mm-hmm. thing that they can climb the impossible sure. stuff. So they're really good outflankers if they have that. I don't know. I like it. They're a little expensive, but I like it. <coughs> All right, and then uh, this, and then thank God they got another armor card. This, this thing is so fucking good. I'm just going to say it. It is awesome. 135 point so, regular. Steghound Mark CS, II CS, which stands for close support. Which it absolutely yep. does, because it has a turret-mounted light howitzer and a coaxial MMG and an armor... Eight plus enclosed recce armored car. Oh, uh huh. One hundred and thirty-five regular. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. It's really good. I mean, it'd be it'd be fantastic if it wasn't a coax MMG and just a separate. Well, there's one, a whole MMG. You know. Oh my god. Yeah, still a light enclosed with recce light howitzer. Eight plus two. And is it? And it's a steghound, so it's wheeled, right? It's wheeled. Uh, yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, that is close support. Yeah, the regular steggy is, uh, what, 165, has a 4-plus, 1-inch HE, coax MMG, and a hull-mounted MMG. So Yeah. You're losing a hull MMG, and you're going to a howitzer, so it's not as good at killing tanks, but... Well, but still puts D3 pins yeah, on. Yeah, it's really good at killing infantry. <laughs> it's got recce, yeah. too. And it's got recce. Good lord. At, so, at regular got, at 135 points. Hey, yeah, uh, that's good. Yeah. And don't get confused if you look at the artwork below it, because that one absolutely shows the whole MMG that doesn't exist on this model. Uh, yeah, they're showing the wrong one. Yeah, just just Because that one's also showing the Pintle MMG, yeah, too. Which, doesn't exist on this one. Which... which 
uh, that which the which is the D Day entry for the Staghound mm-hmm. when that got introduced. Yep. Uh, Pat, can we just can we just skip to the bear? Yeah, I was just gonna ask the same thing. <laughs> let's, let's go to, the, go bear. to the bear. The model that you get when you buy the book from Warlord. Yeah, and it's not that cracked out Doberman. This is a good looking bear. Right? Uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's a cool looking model yep. too. Uh, 135 points at regular, only entry option. Uh, you get the Corporal Vojtech? I think it's a V, so Vojtech? Vojtech? Vojtech, yeah, it would be a V. You're right, sorry. Vojtech. The soldier bearing up to two caretakers. Oh, he's got caretakers. Servants. Weapons, claws, fangs, and 225 kilograms of bear mass. That's a weapon. Yeah, yeah it is. It certainly yes, it is. is. Uh, the caretakers have rifles, just in case. Uh, the caretakers are 10 points per man, so regular stuff. <sighs> like his special rule, the first one. He's, He's a, a bear! bear. <laughs> uh, he can take two wounds, so this is the first time, I think, other than... Uh, I think one of their special characters has got a multi-wound model. Uh, he's got two wounds. He's got two attacks with Tough Fighter. When being assaulted by the enemy, they must pass a beer fair... Uh, a beer... A beer, beer, fe- beer fear test. <laughs> <laughs> a bear fear test with the minus this is the morale minus two if they fail the test they cannot initiate assault and remain where they are with the run order next Brutal. to them ending their turn if successful they can carry out the assault as normal I don't know why you would I don't know why you'd try to bear. assault a bear that's a bad idea right so special delivery uh, self-appointed duty was to carry crates of 25 pounder ammunition to the gun crews sometimes under fire doing the job of four men. Well, he's, he's a bear. bear. Uh, when he's within six inches, a maximum of one howitzer mortar team may re-roll their attempt at ranging in a target within direct Brutal. fire. Oh, that's nice. Good job, bear. Uh, he's also a celebrity bear. Any within 12 inches receives a plus three morale bonus. Same way as an officer that's gives crazy. it. That's crazy. And then finally, he's a friendly bear. He can never initiate assaults. But we'll fight when assaulted. You know, I'm going to tell you that's honestly worth taking if you can use special characters. Uh, yeah. I mean, especially if you have two mortars or multiple ranging in indirect fires. Only one of them he can help. Oh, only one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you can decide which yep. one. Well, yeah. Once once he's ranged in one, then he wanders yeah, off to the to, next one. Right. You don't have to declare which one you're helping. If you range in and hit, you're like, okay, cool. The bear doesn't have to help on that shot. That's really good. And it's it's howitzer or mortar, so single reinforced platoon. You you generally got two yep, options. And he's got a captain's leadership bubble, which is th- plus three morale at twelve yep. inches is awesome. I mean, that's fantastic. He's yeah. like a bear captain. Well, he's a bear captain bear, corporal, but he acts like a captain. That's just really good. Everything about that is really good. Other than he can't be used in the Polish army. <sighs> Even though he was wished with the Polish yeah. army, I mean, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I, I don't disagree with you. I'm a little disappointed. Again, I wish they'd have broken out the the sub factions armies for this, because uh, they just should have. But of all the places, I thought Poland. There's two places in the entire war after the fall of Poland that I thought the Polish army would get their own army list for. One of them's the armored Polish armored after D Day, 
and the other is the Polish army here in Italy. And I'm I'm saddened that they did not get their own in this book. I'll just say it. <sighs> but they did get a bear that they can. I guess they still have lancers. Besides, if they entered, if they had put the lancers entering here, it would have been worse. <laughs> well, so. yeah. They didn't use Lancers in this theater, but they, they, they kicked so much ass they didn't need the Lancers. <laughs> There's that. All right, so that's the bear. Let's move on to the new U.S. and French units. Uh, spoiler alert, they're all U.S. units, but they are French from the U.S. Army. Yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah. Um, what the hell does FEC stand for? I'm the history guy, and I don't know. It must be because it's fast. Federal Exchange Commission. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't think that's it. The French Expeditionary... Command, maybe? I don't know. Sorry, history guys out there. I'm too tired to look it up. So it's the French people. The French <laughs> officer. Yes. That's good. The okay. French people. Cool. Uh, I might go a little faster on this. Yes, please. Just highlights. Let's go. Yeah, let's go highlights. Um, what will see. people take? I'm looking for special yeah, what do we things love? here. Is there a cool armor car that we... No. You could make them mountain warriors. That's cool. Do they get a they sweet four army each, In which case they can... Uh, do they have a bear? Do they do not no. have a bear? Okay. So there's there's some special rules for them here. It's look. I'm just going to be flatly honest with you. Most people that read this were kind of disappointed. Sorry, uh, myself included. Yeah, we wanted more. It's not. I don't think it's the book writer's fault. I think it's just what you get left with. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Uh, um, cool things in the U- new U.S. units. Do you want an LMG section? No, you don't. Me either. You want a reconnaissance squad? Yes, yes, that's you do. cool. That's really cool. Starts at three men, can go up to six more, so nine men total. Twelve points each. They can only have one BAR, which kind of sucks, but that's just how it is. But they do get four deployment. And how and big can they get? Are they up to nine, and they and they can have recon troops, so they can spot they can spot those uh, earlier commandos e- easier. And they don't have any other weapon choices. It's just one rifles BAR. and one BAR. Oh, I guess wow. two guys could have an SMG. Yeah, okay, all right. So that's not nothing. I mean, the forward deployment's kind of nice. Veteran? The forward deployment seems option. to be the way of no, the, the, the regulars, current. right? Uh, they can come inexperienced, regular, or veteran. Oh, badass. So At 12 points, they're regular, though, right? Correct. At 12 yeah. points, they're regular. 15 Just, points for veteran. Yeah. So a point each for forward deployment in the recon troops. Yep. That's a, good, that's a cool unit. That's fun. Yeah, that's fun. Okay. 100th Battalion, or the... Yeah, you can take the 100th Battalion Infantry Squad. These guys get uh, Tough Fighter. They're only veteran options. They get Going for Broke. They're automatically treated as having passed order tests to make an assault. The unit is assumed to have rolled whatever order dice score is needed to pass the test. Okay, yep. cool. Most decorated outfit in this man's army. The, the end of the war is one of those decorated units. When making both order and morale tests, ignore a pin. Singular. One pin. Okay, so, cool. Yeah, okay. Okay, right. I, got a, I got a stupid question about that one because I'm just going to add a stupid question. Yeah. If they need ones, do they count as rolling ones? I assume so. So, so they need whatever, exactly whatever they needed. Right, well, so you wait till they get... If they needed ones, they're already eliminated because they're not fanatic. So that would mean they have ten pins on them and they would be gone. They'd be routed. No, eight pins. Yeah, they're would be, would still be snake eyes. Yep. Yes, if, in yep. the unlikely event you had eight pins. Exactly eight pins, no exactly more no eight less. pins. Yep, yep. You'd Jerry be treated as you rolled snake eyes, in which case you'd lose a bunch of pins. <laughs> okay, all right. Just asking. No, good question. Uh, what's the next 
Uh, third infantry, uh, excuse me, third division squad. Um, why is this good? Okay. Um, division of Heroes? Yeah. They can reroll order tests. Jesus. That's a lot of sentences to say they can reroll order tests. Uh, but yes, they can reroll order tests. And they, they also they also move at 7 and 14, so advance at 7, run 14. So, yeah, gain an inch on a advance and gain 2 inches on a run. Okay. That that's interesting. Okay, uh, two right, bar, yeah. two bars, two SMGs. Is it a point to move an extra inch? Uh, they're ninety points for six men, so fifteen so. each. Yeah. So yeah, a point for each of the special rules. Yep. Rerolling order test. That's that's nice. That's pretty nice, especially for me who always picks up his order tests. Yep. So that's cool. Uh the fifth. fifth section. The FSSF? Yeah. Uh, oh, Lord, what is this? They introduced the automatic rifle here. 24-inch, wow. three shots. Benefits from moving fire. Oh, or fire maneuver. Why. Yeah, it's an LMG, a short-ranged LMG that does fire maneuver. That's that's not bad. Uh, Two guys can have it. And I don't see it needing a loader. How many no. points? Five points. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's actually really fantastic. So it's six inch shorter than the bar and one more shot. Yep. At the same point cost. That's great. That's fantastic. Looks like you can also have an LMG in here, too, if you really just want to load up with shooting. And if you just want to piss away points. Yeah. These guys are tough fighters. They have death cards. Enemy units must first pass an order test in order to assault this section. They take the test as if they have an extra pin on them, even if they have no pin markers. Okay? They've got Freddy's Freighters, which is the Mountain Warrior special rule. They've got Masters of Concealment, so they can stay hidden really well. They just don't have the cool suppressors. Tank Hunters, if you take it. Demolition Charges, if you take it. Three points for Dem Charges. No, thank you. Well, yeah, if you know you're going to use them, maybe. It's scenario-driven. Yeah, they're cool. They're cool. Oh, the, the, the weapon... Weapons, yeah, great. automatic rifle. Sign Hell yeah, that's yeah. awesome for five points, man. That's pretty solid for five points. Did auto, did you get you get two? That's not auto include, man. Yeah, yep, that's yeah. pretty solid. Wait, you get two of them? You can take two of them. Okay, yep. yeah, five points each. Okay. They're, they're really good. Forty fifth infantry. Keep calling infantry. Forty fifth division squad. Um, bros, rifles, stubborn. stubborn. Meh. Okay. I mean, cool, but like. Okay. Two bars. Nothing, nothing like, oh my god. Here we go. Um, I'm not going to say that word. Uh, <laughs> gom. Gom, gom, gom. It's probably not right. They're Moroccans. Let's go with that. Uh, so you get uh, 90 points for six regular dudes. You Oof, take six more. Oh, okay. 15 points a spot. They're fanatics. They're tough fighters. They're mountain warriors. And they're going to have a BAR. That's pretty good. Well, if you want to use, you know, if you want to have a unit in the U.S. Army that's really good at fighting, there you go. Because I think yeah. that's the only fanatics you can get in the U.S. Army. Yeah, yeah fanatic, fighters. tough fighters. Yeah, fanatic and tough fighters, man, friggin'-tastic. Nine and, inches in rough ground. And you yeah. twelve men of them. Yeah, that's that's solid. If you're gonna fight, that's the need to go with. Okay, Northwest African <coughs> Tirolier's Squad. That's a mouthful. No shit. Could have called it the waft. The waft. <laughs> anyway, uh, sixty points for six men, so they're ten each. Rifles, 
You can take a BAR or an LMG. Cool. All right. Can give mana tank guns, anti-tank grenades. You can give them mountain warriors one point per man. Um, then they just have tank hunters and mountain warriors if you take it. Yeah. So option. Option regular. Yeah. Solid. Motorized division infantry squad. Six men, sixty points, ten points apiece. NCO can have an SMG, one BAR or an LMG. Squad can be tough fighters for a point. Nice. Squad can have anti-tank grenades. Squad can have a spirit decor for one point per man. Okay, that's cool. I don't know. Options. Options. Foreign Legion. Six men. Hit six more. Can have a BAR. Okay, cool. And their special rules are the Legion, which I don't know what that is, but usually that's stubborn or something else. And then we got a Spahi squad. Uh, six yeah, men, 72 points. I don't know what that means either. 12 points a dude. You can have one submachine gun, one BAR, one LMG. You could give mana tank grenades. They are recon troops. That's cool. They're forward deployers. That's cool. Tank hunters, if you give them the anti tank grenades. All right. So, just French version of the U.S. recon squad. Sure. Cool. More forward deploying options. Yeah. Which More. the U.S. was pretty short on. Yeah. It was very short on. Yeah. So, cool. Heroes of the United States, there's the rules for Audie Murphy. I'll let you uh, be surprised Read. when you get the book. Read them yourself. Yep, Audie Murphy's cool. <laughs> All right, new Italian. No, excuse me, new allied Italian units. Yeah. Sure. fuck's sake. Here <sighs> it is. Here's where Italy becomes worthwhile to select as a bolt-action army. You're full of shit. Uh, I was anyway. going to say, are you being sarcastic? Yes. Yeah. Okay, um... What? I've never been sarcastic this podcast ever. Right. Not, There's not officer once. options. You can make you do it a parachute officer. You can make him an Alpini officer, which is a mountain soldier. Or you can you make him a... Alpini. I did. The Soglieri <laughs> officer, which makes him get the Avanti Avanti special rule that's on 96. That's it. Yay. Is that the good rule or the shitty rule? Uh, it's a different rule. It's on 90. I don't know. Oh it's, oh, it's in this book. It's a different rule. It's, it's in, in this book. Fa- reroll failed order test to advance or run. Yeah. As long as they're two order dice up on yep. a blue moon on a Sunday. No, no, on <laughs> a blue moon. That's, that's not that bad. Infantry, okay. you can get the Nembo, the parachute squad. Okay. Uh, this basically is the same as the veteran parachute that you've seen in the FAC, but now we put them in a book. That's cool. Sure. Um, they can have the recon. You can pay for it one point per model, get recon troops. They are stubborn standard. They have Forza de Animo standard, which is. Something tough to find because I'm not seeing it. Yeah, a, a lot of these special rules they actually hid in the theater selectors, which yeah, I which found is really annoying. A little bit obnoxious. I think I think that one's the uh, is another D two pins. I believe that's what that one is as well. Yeah, recon troops if you get to them, tank hunters if you give it to them, motorbikes if you want to, so you can mount these burrows on bikes and go for cool. a ride, which is cool. Except bikes are stupid expensive, so mm-hmm. for what they do. Bikes, not motorcycles. Motorcycles. They're motorcycles, oh, and motorcycles. they're dumb expensive for what they do. Yeah, I agree. Uh, competitively. They look cool as hell, though, because you got a biker gang. Uh, first motorized group infantry section. Fucking hell. Um, five men, 35-point experience, 50 regular standard cost. Take six more. One, uh, one SMG, one LMG. Could give them out of tank grenades. You can also make them desert, give them desertion if you want to, because, you know, why not? I don't know what desertion is. C-140. That's actually on 139. Oh, lovely. Which well is what? 
If the squad with desertion special rule ends a turn having taken three or more casualties that turn, roll a die on a one or two, they desert the battlefield. And also right next to it is the other special rule that they listed there. That is the D2 pins. Yeah, I'm not reading that. That's crap. <clears throat> Alpini, <laughs> Alpini section. <laughs> um, regular veterans, you're paying a point for Mountain Warriors. Uh, you probably six men, but you only, you pay for six men, but you only get four. Versaglieri <laughs> uh, section. Uh, you can put them on bikes and you give them the Avanti Avanti rule. Oh, they can re-roll failed order tests to advance yep. a run. Yep. And you can give them motorcycles. Okay. Heroes of the Kingdom, you're going to have to look it up yourself, kids. No special character rules for Jeff today, except for the bear. Because the bear's cool. Because the bear's awesome, and the, the model comes in the book. Hey, German units. Hold on. Where Where's the other Italian units? Um, oh, yeah. yeah. They're not in here. Son of a bitch. Okay. German. Uh, sea soft underbelly, where they're not that great either. Yeah. Um, Another headquarters option. Hooray. We've seen him before. Yeah. Italian Waffen SS squad. Okay. You've seen them before. Seen them before. Uh, except for now, these ones have the Panzerfaust uh, There's 30. a new weapon, Panzerfaust 30, yeah. It's awful. Pretty much. Short range Panzer. Same as a Panzerfaust, it just only except shoots. For, except for six its range of a Piat. Or 12 inches? Or no, it's six, like inches. six inches. Yeah. It's six, yeah. Yeah. So you got to get real close if you want to use it. Yep. Which, congratulations, at six inches, you're still shooting at long range. Yep. Well, yeah, over half. Yep. But you do count as being in um, point blank. Sure. So, get so the thirty is basically was the first, the first build off the line that now this is what they had left to use. Yeah. You get the crappy fireworks, not the good fireworks from Wisconsin. Yep. <sighs> okay. Uh, here, Grenadier Squad bikes. You can give them bicycles. You can make them green. Give them green. You can steal. Beretta LMGs have taken... You don't want to take these guys. I'm sorry. Uh, Berlin, Spandau, Lear, Pioneer, Assault Squad. Jesus. Flamethrower. Flamethrower, guys. Still veteran. You've seen better selections elsewhere. Yeah. Because they also... Their Panzerfaust option is the, is the is same. It's the, the 30. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Bergjager Squad. I'm, I'm just going right past these guys because I'm not impressed. I've got to leave something uh, for you guys to read at home. Yeah, he, we can leave them the whole German selections. We, I think we probably can, because it's Geburg's Jager, Jager squads. Is there anything that we really want to highlight here? Panzer Grenadier squad, Spa Troopen, everyone likes their penals. Falschen Jager I mean, squad. Like well, hey, the, the Spa Troopen have an escape reaction. Ooh, a little recce? little little infantry recce? Yep. Hooray. Okay, sure. And therefore deploying, and the recon troops. And these guys are regular and veteran. Okay. So they so they start halfway up the board and then they run backwards the rest of the game. Am I am I dumb or spa trooper not the penal troops? Did I just They are this? not. Yeah, I'm thinking of something else. Sorry everyone. Yep. yep. I'm not that sorry because I just So you, know. you can give them the Mountain Warrior and excellent conditioning special rule. Excellent conditioning page seventy four. Why am I going backwards? I don't know. What the know. hell? Special conditioning. I don't see it on seventy four. That's back in the British. You know what? I just don't care. <laughs> it's late enough. Falschemager squad. Falsch I'll look Jager around Pioneer and keep squad. Okay, so here's one we want to talk about. Gwer, Gwer, 43 sniper team. This is one we want to talk about. Yeah. 55-point regular, 70-point veteran, two men. Gwer 43 semi-automatic sniper rifle. Oh, shit. Ooh. Sniper pew, team. Pew, pew. Rifle. 
Fire and, uh, the Greer 43 has the following special rules. Fire and maneuver, so it can shoot, move and shoot with no penalty. Semi-automatic. After resolving shooting, roll a die. On a result of 4+, plus, a veteran sniper gets a second shot. On a roll of 5+, plus, a regular sniper gets a second shot. The second shot must be taken to the same target. So, <laughs> that's really... That's really good. For, that's for what's nice. essentially, what, like a 5-point upgrade? Yeah. For five points, you could basically get a shot at a, get a chance at a second shot, and it's still two dudes. It's still two dudes. Oh yeah, so it's an easy buy. So after resolving a shot, that's it. Yeah, you don't have to hit. Just after resolving shooting, you can then roll again to see if you can take an additional shot. Right. So if you flub your first roll, you might get a second shot. Can did I hear you that's right? The first good. special rule that he can that this person can move and He's fire. Got fire and maneuver as well. Yeah. So you can use a sniper. So he can reposition a little bit and too. And fire again. Well, I don't think he can split up your actions like that, but yeah. No, 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 right. He can move and fire twice. That is what I'm seeing here. Right. Yeah, so you can't shoot, move, then shoot, but. Yeah, you can move and then shoot, shoot. Right, right, right. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe is yeah. like, That's really good. That's uh, pretty good. For so five points. Hell yeah. Yeah, for a five point upgrade, yeah. In that particular unit, I think that's totally worth it. For a 50% chance, yeah. For yeah, sure. for, yeah, it's really good. Uh, vehicles, tanks, a Tiger One, mechanically unreliable. Hey, look, guys, there's a busted-up Tiger that's now a cheaper Tiger that's now official in the rules. Okay. Uh, How much cheaper? 375 regular, 450 Jesus. veteran. Oh, my God, it's still not, that's still unreasonable. It's still pretty, it's pretty, pretty spendy. Yeah. And I think mechanically unreliable on this one is something like it breaks down if you try to drive it too fast. So on a roll of one, the vehicle is temporary, mechanically had problems. Uh, when given a road order, you have to roll dice every time. Roll of two, the vehicle is temporary, mechanical problems, immobilized through the rest of the, for the turn. So, and, and anytime you have to make a roll on any scenario tables, you have to always roll. So there's just a chance it doesn't move. I mean, it's got a giant-ass gun on there, right? Right. It's got a huge-ass gun, super heavy. I don't know why you'd need to move most of the time. Right. Or you advance and fire or whatever. Exactly. Just don't run. You're going to not want to run anyway. No. Next one down is an elephant. Yeah. Mechanically unreliable as well. This one's 500 points regular. Jeez. 600 veterans still for an unreliable one. One casemate-mounted forward-facing super heavy anti-tank gun and one forward-facing... MMG, but it's a super heavy tank with 11 plus now. Okay. And it's got Tiger Fear. What do you fucking do? And it's slow. Okay. Lame. And it blows shit up when it hits, though. Yep. A couple other vehicles. One we want to talk, the only one we want to talk about here is the Borgward B4 remote control demolition vehicle. 50 points regular, uh, 60 point yeah. veteran, 7 plus armored car. Once per game. Um, it can be used to demolish fortifications, building, troop concentrations, vehicles. Pen value, 5 plus, 46 against structures. Explosion of a 4-inch radius. Uh, it needs to start its turn with the vehicle front adjacent to its target. No friendly units within 4 inches. It then performs either a full reverse move or a full pivot and advance move. Once this is performed, the heavy charge is detonated. Uh, and the player in control of the demolition vehicle gets to see if the target is destroyed. All units within four inches inside the target suffer 3d6 HE hits. Ouch. It's unreliable. Okay. Uh, when it moves, roll the die. On a roll of one, the radio transmitter lost contact with the vehicle. It can't be moved this turn. No on a Bluetooth. roll of two, 
Uh, it's malfunctioning. Makes a reverse move directly backwards instead of the intended move. On any other roll, 3, 4, 5, or 6, it moves normally. If the roll ever needs to be taken on another chart that affects the Bogwards movement, i.e. mud, rubble, snow, or whatever, both rolls need to be taken. Okay. So basically, drive it up and blow something up. How far so does it move? That's an, well, it says it's an armored carrier. Tracked, so... Nine. 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 Wait, wait, is that no? It doesn't move, actually, yeah. So, you so you run. have to get it in position, and then you have to get the dice in the next turn. You're right, because you have you to do reverse. Once. Yeah, and then it forms either a full reverse move or a full, or a full pivot, pivot and advances an advance move. That, I don't understand. I need a goddamn diagram to understand what that's trying to tell me. Um, anyway. Either you back away or you turn and yeah. move away forward. So. Drive it up and blow it up. Yeah. Um... It takes your tank slot. Boo. Yeah. Oh, ar- does it take your tank or your armored car? It takes your tank slot. Yeah, because it's self-propelled artillery. It takes your tank slot. Does it, it feel... St- oh, it is self-propelled, I guess. It's only 50 to, points. To a degree. I could see using this in certain circumstances. Uh, like the cheap if you were running an armored platoon. Otherwise, there's sure. a lot better stuff to fill that tank slot. I don't know, man. In a German army, like sometimes I get to the tank slot and I'm like, this is bullshit. You I just mean, take your Panzer Werfer and be done with it. Yeah, that well, too. Panzer three. You have to move it after advanced, your yeah. target, and then yeah. you kind of need dice advantage so you can move yeah, it Yeah, you need to basically move it in position, end of a round, and get the first dice next round. That's why you need an intelligence officer. That is why you need an intelligence officer. God, That's I think they right. actually added them to this book. And it's a five, it's a five pen, four inch HE. Which is pretty good. That's pretty good, yeah. It'll, it'll collapse you, a building if somebody's hey, sitting hey, Rick, dumb enough to be yeah. in the building. They, they did put intelligence officers in this book. Oh, they there did. you go. See? All right, I'm flipping right past the heroes of Germany. Sorry. Yep, that's fine. Hey, look at that. New Axis Italian units. I bet it's longer than a page. Are you wrong? <laughs> well, it's front and back. Yeah, well, that's still one page. Headquarters and Infantry, Jeez, RSI so Officer. Um... Okay, you give them, you can make him a paratrooper guy. Or you can give him uh, the animal yeah. okay, whatever. Infantry, Nembo, Fulgore, para- parachute section. A lot of words to say. A lot of words to say. Sixteen points of bro. You can give them. You can give them Panzerfaust thirties. Yeah, you can put them on bikes if you want to. They're stubborn. They've got fours of animal. They, they do get Hitler's buds off. They take an LMG. Still don't think I would. And they get Panzerfaust 30s. That's a lot of 16 points to get three special rules that are yeah. very... You're not going to take an LMG ever. Garbage. And the LMG is 25 points, by the way, not 20. Hmm. Yeah, I'd rather just take the standard ones that are in the fact. Yeah. Parachute MG42 team. Three men, one medium machine gun. Stubborn, Hitler's Ooh. butt saw, and Forza Deanimo. That's the D two pins thing. That's that's it for seventy six points. <laughs> sure, okay, we'll be taking that. Um, Naval infantry section. The uh, extra point they get the D two pins, otherwise they're stock. Standard. Yep. Hooray! Oh, I thought they're all naval observers. I wish they observe your naval. They're, they're own navals, actually. They're own navals. Looking at their belly buttons. All right, it was a cool picture. Let's flip over to the rest of the RSI. Oh, there is no other RSI. There's one hero. 
That's it. That's that's your entire rump state of Italy, new units. Fucking hell. That's like the what is the term used in wrestling when they bring they introduce like a bad guy, but it's like the, the, the heel? foil. The heel, yeah, this is the heel of this book for sure. Just here, okay, yeah, the Italy army is here, but we are giving you nothing. I mean, I, why, I, uh, you why? know, I, why, you know, <laughs> why bother? Just say, just use the old Italian rule. You know, I don't know. So That's, what I what I will say about the theaters is they have some new equipment options for all the theaters and that their various theaters say whether they can take these or not. Okay. Uh, so they got a 50 cal mount which for 25 points you can add 25 points you can add a Pintel HMG to any Stuart or Sherman tank. Congratulations. Which doesn't, which doesn't help the Italians. Well, no, none of this does. Yeah. Uh, bulldozer blades, whoop de do. Yeah. They can destroy obstacles. Hey. Who cares about that? Hey guys, Remember that cool armored truck that was in soft underbelly that I was wondering, hey, what's that model? We're going to see it? Yeah, it's not fucking in here. <laughs> Remember that cool P-43 tank yeah, I talked yeah. about that they made exactly as many as they did Pumas? That's not fucking in here. Nope, not in here. Uh, they've also got a canister shot. We've heard this before. Do you remember where? Yeah, Palau. Pal- yep. Pal- 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 well, this Pal- is Parley. worse. Yeah. This is worse. So for you can equip a Stuart tank with a light anti that has a light anti tank on it with canister ammunition for plus twenty points. Uh, you can fire it twice per game when firing a canister shot. The Stuart's uh, anti tank gun is halved to twenty four inches. If the canister shot is selected and the target is hit after the attack dice have been rolled, if the target is zero to four inches, it is hit with a three inch. If it's 5 to 10, it's hit with a 2-inch. If it's 11 to 24, it's hit with a 1-inch HE. Okay, that's a cone. Yeah. Just get a cone template. That's Come a, on. That's a reverse cone. A reverse oh, cone, yeah. We don't need another template. We don't need another template. Uh, they've also got delayed fuse HE shells for five for plus 5 points per tank. The Sherman can be equipped with delayed fuse... Uh, if the building is hit by a delayed fuse on a die and roll of five or six, the delayed fuse is timed accurately and penetrates the building, causing double the number of hits. Okay. However, the building cannot be destroyed using this. Okay. All right. Sure. So, then flash suppressors, whatever. Mike Target. For plus 30 points, given an artillery forward observer the ability to radio a quote-unquote Mike Target order bringing to bear the large number of guns in the target area. Given the high priority, the target gets plus one on the artillery barrage chart for calling an artillery barrage. In addition, the number of guns involved increase the radius of the effect to D6 plus eight. Mm. So now it comes in on a three plus and gets an extra two inches. And it's going to be going anywhere. Well, that's more than two inches in, right? It's actually four inches circular. Well, yeah, it's Ooh, increasing two inches. Yeah, this is uh, this is why you ordered the large pizza, everyone. That's yes, right. yeah, yeah, because it's it's not it's an extra thirty percent. Yeah, yep. It makes the circle much bigger. Yep. Um, okay, that's I mean that's interesting. That definitely makes British better. <laughs> I'm sorry, I keep, I keep saying it. You keep saying it. Okay, anyway. And there's a minefield. No one cares about that. 
So just uh, we've destroyed. there's been so many things with minefields in it. Yeah, okay. The mine flail. Oh, mind flail. flail. This is the one that counters the mind field. Is this stranger? Oh, this is stranger things. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there's there's some theater selectors I'm not going to get to. I want to cover the gener- new generic units really quick because yeah, like the about theaters the we we've already commented about how upsetting yep. they are. Yeah. Yep. Yep. New generic units for everybody because now these are new generic units that are generic for everybody. Chaplains. That, they're that in, have they're been cool. Yep. Uh, they were last book too. Yep. Forward observer, super heavy, because we didn't have enough of this bullshit before. Oh He's my gosh! <sighs> Fucking hell! But was it for generic units though? Like, was yeah. It? Okay. It's now generic. Forward observers can be chosen instead of forward artillery observers for the purpose of reinforced platoons and the bolt action rulebook. So everybody can have them now. Yep. I'm not. Uh, fuck it. I'm going for a pad. Intelligence officer. Cool. Mule teams are now officially for everybody. Yeah. And horse-drawn limbers are now officially for. Oh, everybody. sorry. The super heavy is new. He's yeah, worse. Super, super is heavy he worse is than the course. naval? Yes. Okay. He's on par with the naval. All right. It's worse because with, you can, with you the can new, miss and still destroy a unit. Yeah. With the new rules or the old rules for the naval? The modified ones. Or whatever. The, yeah. Not the yeah. original yeah. issue. Yeah. Okay. Don't people play nice? Don't take this guy. Don't take this shit. Oh, that British can upgrade to you know for plus fifty. It's basically the naval observer from the D-Day book. Point costed back from the, I want to say the British Canadian sector. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it. This book, the first half of this book with all the history and scenarios, excellent. Middle of this book with new units for the some of the armies, British, Americans, some for the German. Interesting. When you get to the Italians, who you would think this book would have a lot of stuff for, my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. <laughs> they kind of fell down a little bit with the Polish as well. When you, they, you just... <laughs> yes. Yeah, when you describe tough gut and you're like, this is when the Italians get to be badasses and then you describe it this way, it's not so great. Well, I mean, it's it, for me. It's like if you're not going to give Italy, if you're going to give Italy something good, it should be here. Like, if not here, right. where? Right. This Which, is their like heroic stand. Yeah. This this and this is like these the RSI in particular. This is the last of the diehards, right? This should yeah. be filled with like fanatics, and maybe they're not the great, maybe they're inexperienced fanatics, but they should be all over the goddamn place. Sure. Right. They should have the. The couple extra things they had going, the P-43 tanks, they should have the, the armored car truck things they had. There's all kinds of stuff they should have in here that's not here. And if right. it's not here, I don't know where it's ever going to, it's never going to come into the game. Sure. That's frustrating. For sure. I I don't know what it is, except to say that I think Warlord Games just fucking hates the Italians. That's about all I can say. Alessio is Italian. Oh, but he didn't write the spot. Uh, he didn't write I the spot. I suppose. And I don't, and I don't know if that's the, I don't know if that's the book author's fault either. I don't think they get to decide what units exist, or maybe they do, uh, and there's I some mean, creative control. I don't know. I imagine there's some give and take there for sure. I it it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I don't understand how Italy has been neglected as much as it has, especially like they got some pretty freaking cool new models. Yeah. Come on, like, like exactly. It's. With the, if their old rule book sucks, fine. That's sort of an oversight because no one knew bolt action was actually going to be any popular. I can understand that, right? Right. But we're like six years into this. People have been clamoring for plastic Italians. We finally got them. I've never seen a company work harder to not sell miniatures that they make. 
Like, right. <laughs> well, I mean, to to give you to not from a rules perspective make you excited to to procure the miniatures. Right. So I mean, they're working the to record, sell them, but it's they're not doing it through the rules. I, I, for no. the record, I still haven't found that weld supplied special rule. So, what is, is that the one where you get extra pasta? No, that, no, that was, that was one of the rules that some unit got that I'm like, okay, it's on page this. Nope, it's not there, and I have not found it where, anywhere yet. Yeah, well. I'm, I'm done looking. So they do also, uh, they reprint um, some special rules that are found in your appendix, in case you don't read there. Of course, it's pretty far. Well, your appendix is pretty unnecessary in your body. It so doesn't the, do a lot. the multinational forces, this is basically how to play all the scenarios they have that they've included in here. Uh, they do add an allied cooperation where... Unlike in the appendix, you if you're on the same side as allied forces, you can snap to action your other allied units, which is kind of cool. They add something completely unnecessary, which is these ad hoc rules, which basically allow you to have the base requirements of a unit and pay half the, and pay half the cost. So if your if your unit is normally base six, you can do three guys and pay the thirty points instead of the sixty points. Why? Which, there it, reasons. Reasons. <laughs> oh man, it sounds so reasons bad, history. Sure, okay. And they, fine. and they do the the ruling the skies thing, which basically lets your airstrikes come in one better because everyone takes those. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, and then a bunch of rules that, like I said at the beginning, we've seen these appendix rules before. Stop putting these ten, fifteen pages in the books. Put it in a PDF for everybody, and you can stop having to do yeah. that. No, I want this shit reprinted every time they reprint a book. Cause okay, or to keep doing that. That's I want fine the too. extra. I want the extra. You know, eight ounces of paperweight in my bag. I, I'm, I'm afraid to look too closely to see if somebody didn't didn't do a bad crappie pasta and did actually change them ever so slightly. I like you just said crappie pasta. That's what I heard. Yes, too. That, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> okay. I'm going to okay, be honest with you. Sure. I've set the book down now. I'm too disappointed in the. Italian section to even keep going with this. Jesus Christ. So I will say if you invested in the first one, get the second one. Hope you're not playing Italians. I will I will also say if you if your main army is Italians, I will tell you right now, don't bother. Get the get this for the cool's history stuff, yeah. Get this for the if you play British or Americans, get this book. It's cool. There's lots of neat stuff in there. Even the Germans have some neat stuff. If you're an Italian player, I would not bother. Jeez. At I least, mean, at least not for the rules, for the I'll history and the scenarios. Go for it. So yep. there's five less books sold for sure. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's I frustratingly. Mean, no, yeah, that's I, a that's a frustrating oversight as far as I'm concerned. Just, and we didn't we say we were gonna like not be. <laughs> uh, we yeah. did say that, but then immediately, immediately, yeah, it's frustrating. Well, I feel fairly safe complaining about this since this is the published book, and I don't have to worry about someone being like, "Oh, you had a, you know, you had an early draft that we fixed this stuff in, right?" Right. Which I, you know, has yeah. yeah this is a, this is a hard copy in our hands. Yeah, I, I that, paid, that you, paid money that you're for paid this. money for. Yeah, I paid money for this, and I, you know, honestly, the first half you, of the book's probably worth the price of admission, but that doesn't mean the, the, bear. the the yeah exactly. That doesn't mean the yeah. game didn't go eighteen innings, and we had the center fielder trying to pitch, and it was just fucking garbage by the end. <laughs> I don't know if there's an appropriate cricket translation for that. I liked it. It's that's like you've been playing soccer for t- football for too long, and your 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 forwards now the goalie. Yeah. 
Yeah, something like that, yeah. There you go. For like, those non baseball players. They don't want to go to penalty kicks. They just want you to keep playing overage time or whatever, and it's like a whole other 90 <laughs> minutes. You're like, for God's sake. Just please. keep adding. The sun's, the sun's coming up, and you have to keep playing. Right? Yeah. <sighs> That's frustrating. So. No, whatever. I mean, they'll do it again. They'll do another book. I think Two months till Case Blue. Case Blue comes out soon. Yep. And, and you know... Here's the thing. I sorry. This is probably why my my opinion on this is colored so bad. I bought a ton of Italian stuff when it came out because it looks. You did cool. Yep. Do you think I have any motivation to put any of the shit together reading this? No, mm, I don't. Not so much. Maybe I, Case Blue will have something cool in it. That's what I keep mm, saying. Maybe next year we'll see something cool for Italians finally. I. I don't think so. But anyway. I mean, probably not. Who? Th- who knows? Point, yeah. Who knows what's going on? I have no idea. I haven't seen. It feels like they are in weird cycles. They'll go in fits of releasing books and then they'll stop and then they'll do it again and then they'll stop. Yeah, this was some no regularity. Thought when we talked to John, this was originally supposed to be like early summer or something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, early early summer where was it Easter? Was Soft Belly already out before then? I forget how long Soft Belly's been out. I thought Soft Belly came out pretty close to Operation Snafu last year. Yeah, okay, yeah, then yeah, yeah, this one yeah. was supposed to be, like, Easter, so April time frame, which didn't happen, obviously, obviously didn't happen. Yeah, because John had the new Italian sprues with him. Yes, right. he did. And that came yeah. out with that book. Yep, 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 yep. Essentially. Yeah, he, he had he had a couple copies before their, their official release, which is kind of cool for some yep. of the players to get that. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's right, he was giving them out, yep. No, yeah. not giving Oh, no, he's selling them, yes, whatever. He was <laughs> selling them, and, and sorry, it threw, and sorry, threw one in our prize pool, too, yeah. so... Nobody. He was not giving anything away. Sorry. Yeah, you either paid the iron price or the, or the gold price or silver price, whatever that rule was. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, there's always a chance the next one's better. Who the hell knows? I, well, it's got it involves Soviets, so and it doesn't involve Italians. No, there's no. Italians in case. There's Italians. Oh, okay. In case All right. Blue, okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. It's, it's Eastern Front Italians, which yep. isn't. Italy's best showing, so who knows? Yeah, it's a well, piece like push to from bad, so. <laughs> Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> hey, on the all bright right. side, to the best of my knowledge, there's no British units in Case Blue, so there shouldn't be a new version of Gurkhas. I mean, well, what, they're trending. Been? They're trending in a healthier direction. They are trending in a healthier. No, they're direction. not. It's getting annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! Stop! Pat, Pat, and his poor Gurkhas. Oh, jeepers, Jiminy! Oh well, it's. I mean, we'll all right. T- do you want you want to kick her one more time? We want to pick the saddle up. Oh, I, I mean, I'd kick it all night long. Okay. As as they say. All right, we we got anything else we want to talk about before we leave? I got any more tangents or? Uh... Uh, sign up for Operation Snafu and the Recon Rumble if you haven't already. Get the spots are starting to fill up and yeah. price support starting to roll in, so good time to do it. All benefits, great people, uh, Toys for Tots, and of course, uh, you get to have a crap ton of fun. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna oh. have lots of fun, mandatory oh, fun. Yeah, if you get this far in the episode and you have an opinion about T-shirts and you're coming to Operation Snafu or and or not coming and you would just like a T-shirt, uh, hit us up on Discord so I, I know. Because I'm like I'm trying or to figure out whether we do it. You can also do uh, Snafu Podcast 2017 at Gmail. There you go. It's, I'm not asking for you to order a shirt right now. I just want to know right. if there's interest. Gauging interest. Yeah. 
And Rick, I'd also like if we could do some flyers that we drop off at the local gaming stores too. Oh fucking yeah, okay. It means work. Not that not that you need to do any more of your task. Or if you just give me a logo, I can mock something up and I'll, whatever. I, That's I like saying, the ultimate. Uh, the ultimate. Like I want you to get this done is when you say, "You just give me stuff and I'll make it work." And you're like, uh, <laughs> I can feel Rick's anxiety. <laughs> Rick, started, Rick started crying inside. <laughs> Well, no I was, offense, I was, no offense, I was over at the source today, and I, I saw that they still had some sledgehammer flyers sitting there. I'm Shit. like, you could, you could take these down. Or like at least Someone's them. like showing, trying to show up for the event again. Whoops. I guess I better have it the same weekend next year. There you go. I don't think that that's not how calendars work. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Shit. All right. Or, All right. or it's just is how much that those things did move. On. Actually, there's only there's only one there. So there you go. All right, let's uh, let's just get let's get this shit done. We've we've had enough of this. Let's go. So let's all go bed. grab our tums and, and be good. Settle our tough gut. Should my, I'm going to eat a tablespoon of salt. That's going to help you. I mean, I'm a glutton for punishment. All right, all right, Pat, lead us out of here. This is Snafu. Over and out. Nice having a night, guys. Good night, everybody. Good night. See ya. Bye bye. I meet a someone each day Who's never sad Who's always gay I know she's acting upon goes on in her heart There are two eyes such blue eyes smiling at me Yet they're lonely as only a woman's can be For I see all her Talking, she's talking of no one but you. She's so proud, oh, so proud of the things you will do. I can see all her love is somewhere. somewhere. She knows that the sunshine will follow the rain. Every beat of her heart will always be somewhere in front 
Outflanking thing, yeah. I think it actually is along the lines of what you. Well, I mean, it says from turn three onwards, outflanking units can be ordered onto the tabletop with an advance or run order, in the same way as other reserves. Where does it say that? It's the first sentence in the last paragraph of outflanking maneuver. An order test with a minus one penalty will be required. Units outflanking uh, on the left-hand side can enter from the left hand. Table edge, those entering on the right can enter on the right-hand table edge. If moving onto the table in turn three, outflanking units can enter along a side edge, but not more than 24. And then it goes into the, the number of inches down the table side. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So in the same manner as reserves, that's where the confusion came from. Right. And so I think, yeah, the rules. Holistically, they can they can still enter as reserves as the reserves would normally, uh, starting from turn three on, or they can do their outflanking maneuver. So doesn't doesn't say or, and it also doesn't say must. <laughs> well, it says they can enter as reserves, or, or not or, and then it says as outflankers. They can enter from the left if they're on the left, or they can enter from the right from the right. So, right, it doesn't explicitly say or. 